all these white folks out here. Take and if time. you're not, if you're not in one of, if you're not in this class, if you're a friend of mine and you're white and you know you're not in this class, well, I'm not talk, I'm not talking to you. But all these white folks out here, one of you guys posted something just today on Slack, and I saw some of the comments. All you guys, I'm a quote Ice Cube. Fuck all y'all. Okay. Y'all can't stand when we get something that even speaks to us having problems in our own community. And we we see it on screen, right? And it's addressed on screen, metaphorically. Y'all still have problems. So this wasn't your movie. If you can't get down with this, it wasn't your fucking movie. All right? And I hate to say, this was a black film through and through. All right? White people can come and enjoy it. Asians could come to it and enjoy it. Samoans can come to this movie and enjoy it. But if you got issues with this, this was not your movie. Okay, I'm done. Amen. Listen, man. Am I wrong? Cause I wanna get it on till I die. Am I wrong? Cause I wanna get it on till I die. Get it on till I die. Get it on till I die. Y'all, y'all remember me? Y'all, y'all remember me? Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Michael Dean Show here on PodcastJuice.net. This is our spoiler-filled Black Panther review. Uh, Long time coming, waiting for this movie. It is here. All of us have seen it. All of us being Mr. Big Sexy and Saxer, how are you? I am well. Slept in this morning. Stayed up late last night. Taking in all of the things and nuances from the film all right and also you're gonna be able to hopefully bring some of the the, the deep uh comic book knowledge uh about this character as well also joining us and he's seen the movie uh mr aunt Pooh. sir how are you just for the record i've seen it long before you common negroes have I went to the private VIP screening, so I'm on fleek. Here but we don't go. talk about me again. <laughs> here, here we go. But that's, I'm doing that, great. That's, this that, Saturday that's that low self esteem, you know, be validated. No, nah, ain't no validation. Just, it's just, a, just, you know the connections. Okay. All right. All right. Also joining us is Mr. Q Storm, sir. How are you? See, Ampu just he just uh, pointed out one of the subtexts of this film. Those who have and those who don't have. So, you know, it's, it's class war. Class war in the black community. There you go right there. All right. He's getting it started early. Q-Storm is starting it off. Gotta... I, I, I don't already bought two dashikis. I'm good. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, Wait, listen, It took a movie to make you do that? How slow now? Because I know we, we're going to get in. You know, y'all, listen, listeners, you already know. You, you know these cast of characters here. But we're really here to talk about this movie. So let's start off with that first. And again, just to be clear, this is we're going to give spoilers on the movie. We're, we're going to just openly talk about it. So if you haven't seen the movie, my suggestion is to pause this, come back, and you can listen to this at another time. See the movie fresh, then come back. All right, so you've been warned. And we're just going to get right into our reviews of this movie. Uh, actually, I'm going to start this, and I won't take too much. I'm like that. I'm that pastor. He said, I ain't gonna take too long in there, three hours. But uh, here's my here's my take on this movie. First of all, I'll say this. This movie, The Black Panther, is our 
Star Wars moment. What do I mean by that? Well, for me, I saw the original Star Wars, you know, A New Hope. Uh, not day one, uh, but whenever it did come out. At the time, it was originally playing in the theaters. As a little kid, I wanted to go see that movie. Changed my life. Got me into science fiction, uh, adventure. You know, Luke Skywalker was, you know, was a hero. Sort of a template for, you know, a hero and, you know, the, the saga with the father uh, and, and that whole thing played out. Had a huge impact on me uh, growing up into this day. Uh, it really set me uh, on terms of really loving fantasy and sci-fi and adventure and all that kind of stuff. To me, this movie, it looks like this may have the same effect on some younger kids and, and maybe even some older people for different reasons. Um, but I think it is such a cultural, it would be such a cultural phenomenon that it will take a life of its own. And I'm not even saying what I thought about the movie yet. But I think it's important, in my opinion, to lay that down first. Uh, and I say that because, again, we've seen the countless pictures of people online, dressed up, going to the movie, uh, you know, seeing kids, being very excited to see the movie. Grown folks, you know, my age, super excited after having seen the movie. Uh, so this is the same. I can see this can be the spark that is the same sort of thing that you see. Again, I bring Star Wars up when you see people cosplaying. You know, uh, you don't bat an eye when I go someplace, when I go to a Star Wars movie and somebody's dressed up as Darth Vader or a Jedi Knight uh, or, you know, even extreme uh, stormtrooper with a full mask. You go to Comic-Con, you don't bat an eye. You expect to see the cosplay. You expect to see everyone dressed up in Star Wars. So you expect to see every you know, superheroes, the more obscure characters. That is a part of the experience. This is the same thing to me. There's no different, actually. It's the same sort of fandom type of thing, you know. And you can't hate on those people... And why you understand why they dress up. Maybe some of us don't, but you understand that and you respect it. And this is the same thing to me. It's a spark that maybe I think for a lot of black people who never even thought to do that. This this is the one I would not be shocked that the next Comic-Con, there's a lot of Black Panthers running around. There's a lot of um, Shiri characters, Killmongers and you name it, whatever's in that movie. You're going to see these things now really like. That's what we're going to dress up like that. You know what I'm saying? So I think this is an important movie. Now, my quick thoughts on this movie. Loved it. Uh, we'll get deeper. But to me, this movie was. Um, let me say this. I think this is one of the best Marvel movies, period. It is a different Marvel movie than, say, The Winter Soldier, which I think is another one of their best movies, period. But that movie is a different type of movie than this. That is a more of an action, straight action type, you know, espionage type of thing. It's a different beast. This movie touches me in a way that The Winter Soldier could never touch me. You know, there was times in the Black Panther movie I was ready to cry. There was no times in Captain America Civil War or the original Avengers movie, which I also have 
I hold to a high degree, ever made me emotionally invested that I was about to shed a tear. Black Panther has that. It also has the action. But I think it has something deeper that resonates, at least with me, maybe a lot of people. It's that one. It has the father-son thing. And it has black royalty. Uh, it has us in a position of power. It speaks to, without beating it over the head, the African-American black person and some of the things that I think go on in the subconscious of us, it's to me, it slickly throws some of those things in there if you can identify them. I don't think the movies so much as like puts it on a platter because for some people could watch this movie and just enjoy it as a, this is a great Marvel movie. This is a superhero movie. This is great. You know, and some people will see some of the nuances in there and it, it kind of hits you in the head a little bit like, God damn that. That kind of stung what he just said right there. I get it. So I think when a movie can do that, that's fantastic. Like when a movie that's a it's, it's a comic book genre movie can throw in those little things and it doesn't disrupt from the movie. It's genius. And I think this movie does that remarkably. Uh, some of the things some of these characters say and some of their motivations, I agree with them. We'll get into all that. But it's like, uh, that kind of makes sense to me. Uh, yeah, he, he might be the bad guy or or some of the things that the good guy does. I'm kind of like, uh, I kind of question a little bit like, but I can understand his viewpoint. But I'm kind of like, but, but again, this is a fantasy movie that has some parts of reality sort of thrown in there that I could kind of relate to. And I'm like, mm, that's a good question. Or I kind of wanted to see what happened if this did play out. So it's it's a very interesting movie in, in that it does that, you know, and I have to give a lot of props to Ryan Coogler uh, to me to be able to take this fantasy thing and inject, you know, some of these nuances in there that certain audiences are going to pick up on. And the movie becomes way bigger than, you know, sort of way is presented in some degree. And I, and I have to tip my hat for that young guys. I, I don't have his age in front of me, but this dude is like super young. Uh, and to 31. be 31 years old and to be able to have the weight of carrying a I think maybe a 200 million dollar movie on your back and directing that and all of that that's a remarkable achievement for a young man uh, he's only had two previous movies tip my hat to him I'm, I'm gonna really make mine very quickly here because i want you guys to, to jump in uh and also i will so again i love the movie it's not a perfect movie but the stuff that is so good about it it makes it you know a top tier movie for me uh even if there's little things in there if i wanted to i could go in and that but the overall thing of it was fantastic um two things i'll say and i'm done the second part is i think everybody who acted in this movie did a fantastic job and to me each one of these people that are acting in this movie, um, I would not be surprised to some degree, particularly for Bozeman. Uh, this is this again. This was their Star Wars, and what I mean by that is, uh, he'll be forever be Black Panther. Uh, just as Mark Hamill is forever Luke to me, even Han Solo, Harrison Ford. I call them my Han Solo first. Harrison Ford can be Indiana Jones. That's Han Solo. First and foremost, never get it twisted. 
any movie that he does after the Star Wars movies is still Han Solo to me. Yeah, that's Indiana Jones. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, it's Han Solo. Yeah, that's what I, my gut. I, I because I love him in that. I'm gonna love him whatever he do. Chaswick, he didn't already done James Brown, right? Uh, Jackie Robinson. What was the new one? Marshall. Thurgood Marshall. Thurgood Marshall. And now he's Black Panther. He he will be it forever as Black Panther. That's it. Like it's just like what is whatever he goes to do, he's gonna have to do a little small time roles because he to me he's just solidified in that. That's and that's not a bad thing. It's just what a career already and it's just started. So shout out to him. And then I think everybody else in this just elevated to the next level. They they on the next level. Uh, I have to shout out. What's, I call her Michonne. I'm doing a disservice by not having her name. Uh, but what was her name in the movie? Denai Denai. Well, her real name is Denai Guerrero, something like that. Talking about Okoye, his Akoye, uh, general. Akoye. Hands down, my favorite thing of the movie. <laughs> Dope. Just ah, just that 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 was my shit right there. A spectac. She's spectacular in this. She's a spectacular actor anyway. But this is really, I want her to be the next joint going forward. She's just, she's the shit to me, period. Um, all of these actors was incredible. Um, and then the, the last part I will say is, you know, Marvel, this is an interesting thing for Marvel because as much as I know they anticipated this would be, you know, it's going to be a, all their movies come out the gate banging. But I have a feeling, I don't really think they anticipated this would be their biggest movie period as of right now i don't think they even thought that uh looking at some of the merchandising looking at just some of the things i don't think they anticipated that it was this was going to be as big as it was and this is going to be very interesting how they move forward because at this point if things play out this weekend this would probably be their biggest opener period or if if, if I think, yeah, I think it may be their biggest one, right? And so, in my opinion, phase four starts with this. <laughs> like, this is the new king of the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, in terms of the money. And, and, he, and he brings in a bigger, diverse audience than anybody that has been previous. So, they're going to have to, like, make sure that the representation of T'Challa and some of these other side characters is going to have to be heavy included in these Avengers or whatever they got going next because he shut the game down. So just like when these people talk about Wonder Woman, um, you got to make sure they put Wonder Woman in the lead. Hey, I think the people going to be, you're going to have a whole another audience now ready to see Infinity War and they that motherfucker better be getting, getting it in in that movie. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this is the, the new king. To me, this is the new king of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I know some like some people gonna be hating on that, but hey, this is Hollywood and it's a business, and the box office di- dictate. It's supposed to dictate the moves you make. So if you're going by the numbers, numbers are motherfucker. Chaswick, uh, Monique, this is how you do. It. So he gonna go in and get that payday. Get my man that. That Robert Downey uh, treatment, it's time to eat. So I clap my hands. I tip my, I tip my hat to everybody involved in this movie. Bravo, 
y'all did it now let's and, and this movie will be a spark to open the gates for other black science fiction and stuff that we can see them put more emphasis on and, and we now can say you know what we can do anything when it comes to sci-fi movies big budget with a, no more side characters no more falcons and we have to be at the top but so now let's create our own shit this is the spark right here that, that set it off so bravo and poop what do you think about this movie well i'm gonna be very very sure because i think most of my comments is going to be reserved for the story but <clears throat> you mentioned chadwick and you mentioned uh denai giara i gotta give it up for shuri Letitia Wright, freaking amazing performance. She took a sidekick character and really got close to outshining the lead character, uh, T'Challa. She was smart. She was brave. She was the smartest muffler in the room. Um, they said she was only 16 years old. I didn't. I couldn't tell whatsoever, but I guess I should have by some of the levels of immaturity she showed, you know, being her playfulness. She actually... Did I hear the echo? You go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, the fact that she brought back the what are those, which was played out, but it worked perfectly within that setting, uh, and I enjoyed it. Uh, so one of the things that you didn't touch on that I'd like to get into was some of the action pieces. Some criticism was that there was way too much talking and plotting as opposed to uh, Black Panther getting into action. But when he did, especially in that South Korea uh, action piece, that was so fire. Um, I love the fact that it got set off with Okoye tossing the world's worst wig ever, which, <laughs> <laughs> which black women, I'm sorry, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Black women, oh, get God. pissed off if you want. Black women. Message, that chick, is t- that chick said this shit looks, well, she didn't say that shit, but she was saying, this is horrible. I can't wait to get it off my head. And the moment it was time to put in that word, what did she do? She tossed it at that non-black person and said, get this shit off my head. Message. But, but let me, let me just throw in the other message, though, too, because that message goes to brothers as well. Because it's, huh? well, I'm, what I mean by that is that, yeah, you can say, sister, you don't need to. But again, let's not get away from the fact that a lot of dudes, when they see that long hair, they're attracted to that. So they're just as attracted to it. There is a reason why sisters are putting that on. Yep. So so the message goes for both of us. Yeah, I ain't receiving that because I well, you don't have to, but, but that's what <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to hear that truth. But and nah. and it, it was a dark skinned woman who threw that they, shit back. And that is another space. one. Back to Shuri. Awesome performance. Uh Michael B. Jordan, he did the damn thing. I will say <sighs> He was the most angriest of all angry black men that has ever been on screen. That dude would not tone it down. He was he was on eleven. Turned out for what? That he couldn't figure out what for it to turn down. Same, that dude, same energy. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> indeed. So overall, I I'm just gonna say overall, I enjoyed the film. Ryan Coogler is the man. Dope. He not only did he direct, he wrote this with one of his longtime writers, and you know he delivered. Now Marvel. Yeah, you might not have expected it, but the shit's here, and this ain't no one and done, homeboy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me just add one thing. You're just talking about the fighting thing. The, the, 
if I was the one criticism I would have, and I don't knock them because you know I don't I don't know that's their background is doing this kind of stuff, but the the fighting stuff with the Black Panther and stuff, you know, it sort of goes to that sort of stuff I don't like where it's a cut a little too close, shot a little too close. And, you know, it's not very clear about all the connects. I wanted them for the next one, bro. Just go ahead and, you know, get somebody to help you with that shooting the fight scene. Go ahead and pull it back wow. a little bit so that wow. we can actually see. Again, no, and I'm, I'm not, you know, it's no slight to him. But it's just like if you look at, the, and I'm going to use Winter Soldier as, a, as an example. You know, that fight scene with Cap and even the fight scene in Civil War, you can see everything that's going on like, when you look at black panther to me when he was in the civil war i could see all of his moves and i just because it was dark so i was like man pull back just a little bit because it's some kind of shaky cam type of stuff that would be the only sort of thing i, I want to see different is just to let's really spotlight his moves and stuff because now when they shot old girl fantastic i could kind of see everything but i still wish they pulled it back just a little bit more so I could really get that choreography because I know they was doing some shit. But I don't, you know, again, I don't fault them because everything else so much outshines it that it was just like, ah, that's cool, man. Whatever, it's, it's dope. Well, uh, I, I was joking with people that the reason why some of the CGI action scenes wasn't looking good is they blew their whole budget on the costume and everything. Hysterical. <laughs> All right. Um, and the CGI, well, the CGI wasn't as bad as I thought from looking at the little clips. It's, I didn't on the bigger screen. It just it didn't bother me as much. Uh, but anyway, big sexy. What's say? Oh yes, oh yes. Well, <clears throat> I enjoyed this film a great deal. Uh, one thing that really is long overdue is like you said about like Aunt said about Shuri. She's the smartest person in the room. Now, let's think about that for a moment. Everybody in the room is educated. There were no knuckleheads in this film. And I like that. You know, uh, Killmonger, who was the bad guy, but he was the bad guy who was also educated at MIT. That's right. So he was not some, you know, clown off the, off the corner. This guy knew what he was doing. Uh, I like the way that, and it was almost kind of Star Trek-esque, the way that the Dora Milaje said, you know what, we defend the crown. That's it. Mm. And they're like, well, you know, so, you know, other people say, oh, well, you know, Killmonger took it, blah, blah, blah. They're like, we defend the crown. And then later on, when it was revealed, and they said this at the beginning of the challenge, you know, the first challenge, either you die or you quit. Neither one of those things happened. So that's why they're like, you know what? He's still here. So it ain't over yet. We're going to fall back. I also was surprised by the portrayal of M'Baku because in the books, no way he's going to step in and help the child out. No way, no how. Okay. But he came in and he brought his people with him. I thought, okay. Did, I did not see that coming. That caught me off guard completely. You know, and I did like how they painted him to have the, the close to the man, as you see in the books, but they didn't put on the stupid hat. You know, I thought they did a great job with him. And normally I do not like Forrest Whitaker, but he did the damn thing. And he's a great actor. I mean, I'm not a fan of his work, but he's a great actor. Yeah, I said it. Damn. Yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> that seems to contradict each other, but no, no, the guy's good. I'm just not a fan. You know, I gotta give it up. You know, you know, game recognized game. Guy's good. Oh, and okay. he did he did you know did the work and um the panther as a character has always been you know more out front than people realize because you know again I get my knowledge from reading the books and when he joined the Avengers in issue fifty two he wasn't just you know like Hawkeye or you know Wasp he was up there you know when Civil War went down he was really involved in that. Siege, he was involved in that. The guy is like Batman, but with a kingdom. You know, he's not, you know, he's not Falcon. And I'm not, I'm not ripping Falcon, you know, and I, and I like the fact they, they carried him like that. Uh, there was some talk of political uh, decision-making based on a monarchy as opposed to a democracy, which I thought was very interesting. Um, this is a movie I'm going to buy. You know, I'm going to buy it on Blu-ray because there's so much more to it that you can get in the, I don't want to say subtext, but there's so many things that you can watch again and say, I didn't see that. You know, this is up there with Winter Soldier and uh, Civil War. Oh, yeah, I agree with Mike completely. All right. Q-Storm. Oh, wait, wait, let me do. Uh, my brother, Q-Storm. <laughs> what? <laughs> Q-Storm, this is T'Challa. Uh, I, can't, I can't get him. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> yes, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he takes it, more drama classes, what, bro. <laughs> what, is your, what, is your, what is your review, Black Boy? That, was, that wasn't bad. Uh, you know, I don't... Man, I'm trying to think of how I want to start this, but um, I, first off, let me get this out the way. So, last year, or was it a year before last... I question whether or not Ryan Coogler was the best director for this film. I'm I'm really questioned it. I didn't say he wasn't. Classic Q. Go ahead. I I questioned it, and I and I I even said that I hope he proves me wrong. Well, I'm happy to say he proved me wrong. Now, I will say that Mike is he is he your new gods now instead of the Russos? Mm. Uh mm. no mm. no 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 no. I can say mm-hmm. that. I can say that with no shame. I don't think he's as good as the Russos. No, in turn. Wait, well, wow. let me explain. Let me explain. Mm-mm-mm. Crabs. Are y'all done? Are uh, you done? Well, well, I'm just. Did you give the Russos props off of that? Based off of Winter Soldier alone. I liked Winter Soldier. I like the way I like the way they directed it. Okay. And what I'm saying is that, Mike, you you touched on it, and I haven't even gotten to my review yet. You touched on it. The, the beginning of the film, it was a little shaky for me. There was a lot of exposition, a lot of talking. But I understand they're doing some nation building. They're trying to set the, set the stage for people who know nothing about Wakanda. Um, but that first fight scene in the jungle where he goes to, um, what's her name? Uh, Lupita? I forget the character's name. In, what, anybody remember? Anyway. Okay. Uh, he, she was, she was the ex-lover or, or whatever. He goes to free her, and that was shot. I thought that was shot kind of, kind of poorly because, just like you were saying, it was dark. First off, it reminded me of the Affleck Daredevil, where mm. you couldn't really see what was going on. It was shot too close, uh, and I thought his camera was like very boring, kind of like soap opera-ish, uh, independent style. You know, where it was just shot, reverse shot, shot, reverse shot. Not much style there. But when he got to Korea, maybe even before that, it's like someone sat down with him and said, yo, 
this is Black Panther, bro. You can't come. You can't come with uh, Fruitvale Station with this. You got to make your camera move. This is a bigger story. This is a fantastic story. Um, not putting shade on the Fruitvale Station. Don't take it that way. But I'm just saying. He his his. It, it was like he became a new director. After that Korean scene, this movie, I was all in for it. Now, I'm going to start my review real quick. You know, this movie is, and you, we've all gone into it. We've gotten into it about game changers. What, did, what denotes a game changer? And I can remember as far back as, like, Waiting to Exhale. We're talking about the early 90s. That movie was very popular, and I thought, okay, after this, black cinema is here to stay. It went away. I thought the same thing with Blade. I thought the same thing with a, n- a number of films. This movie, if there's nothing that's going to change the game in terms of seeing black heroes and fantasy, action, sci-fi, if this movie didn't do it, I don't know what will. Okay? I don't know what will. I love this movie in terms of... It, and it did have some problems. The CGI was a little dodgy here to there. Uh... But I love this movie on two levels. Like I said, once he got to Korea, it's like this movie just took off like a bullet. Okay? Uh, that that fight scene was on the level of what we saw in uh, Kingsman, the church scene. And I don't know where that camera was, where that camera was at the beginning, but it showed up on time at that Korea scene, and it stayed uh, and the other thing I like about this movie, I'm really into politics and news and all that stuff. So much subtext that, I mean, just unbelievable amounts of layering, subtext, uh, 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 metaphor. I mean, you could, I mean, what's my man, uh, Michael Eric Dyson, he's teaching a course in Princeton about Jay-Z. He could drop that and te- he could teach years on this movie alone. Um so much, so much nuance in this film, and, and, and uh, I'm gonna move into this, and I'm, I'm gonna be done because I assume we're gonna break it down a little bit more. Amen. Teach it, brother. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. All right, look, brother. I'm sorry I didn't want you as a Human Torch, okay? But listen, Michael B. Jordan. I'm gonna say it. He 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 gave us an Oscar-winning performance in this movie. He was absolutely devastating in this movie. Um, while I didn't agree, he's the villain, the antagonist. While I didn't agree with his methods, you cannot, you cannot, I'm going to say it as a black person, you cannot say you don't understand where he was coming from. And at the end, when he delivers that monologue, I don't like using this word, but nigga was crying and wiping tears out of my eyes. My son was sitting next to me. I don't give a damn. That that monologue hurt. And that should be the basis of a discussion, whether you believe in pulling your pants up or getting rid of tattoos, or you believe in, you don't believe in respectability politics. These are, that that was the basis of having a conversation about the class war in our, in our black community. And everyone can come to the table and express themselves. And we can all hopefully come out with something uh, we can all come out evolved from that. That he killed that performance. The writing, if that was from Kugler, on point. And I want to say one last thing. All these, all these white folks out here. Take and time, if you're not, you? if you're not in one of, if you're not in this class, if you're a friend of mine and you're white and you know you're not in this class, well, I'm not talking. I'm not talking to you. 
But all these white folks out here, one of you guys posted something just today on Slack. And I saw some of the comments. All you guys, I'm going to quote Ice Cube. Fuck all y'all. Okay? Y'all can't stand when we get something that even speaks to us having problems in our own community. And we see it on screen, right? And it's addressed on screen, metaphorically. Y'all still have problems. So this wasn't your movie. If you can't get down with this, it wasn't your fucking movie. All right? And I hate to say, this was a black film through and through. All right? White people can come and enjoy it. Asians could come to it and enjoy it. Samoans can come to this movie and enjoy it. But if you got issues with this, this was not your movie. Okay, I'm done. Amen. All right, well, it's getting a little heated. It's starting. So let's take this opportunity. Let's just go through the movie because there's a lot to talk about. And I think if we just kind of go through it, we can get it, make sure we don't forget stuff. There's a lot to talk about. Um, <clears throat> just the starting off uh, at the beginning, you know, and it sort of gives you the setup about Wakanda. And that, I actually thought that was great because I didn't know a lot about it. I've, you know, I've, I've read a few books. Um, I know who the character is and that thing, but I never really knew the true sort of well, I don't know if it's a true origin, but at least the origin is presented at the, the beginning of the movie. I, that really helped me like, oh, OK, now I get it. You know, I see where they get their stuff from. This is dope. Da, 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 da. So I really appreciated that little origin right there. Um, and here's where the movie. Really, I just was like, OK, I'm ready to get all on board when it shifts to was it 1992. Oakland. And then I hear that too short come on. <laughs> I was like, there's that that, that gif uh, from my man from The Wire. What was his name? Uh, ba- God damn. He has Omar. This, no, he has the son, and the, the, the son's mother is a, a damn fool. What's the, the father's name? Oh, oh. Weebay. Weebay. There's that famous, there's a gif of Weebay that, that you always see online. He's like, oh, shit. I think it was when, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you look it up. That's when I was like, I was like, oh. Cougar's a fool for this. I'm like, this nigga's gonna somehow tie this into the string. I was like, let me sit up and pay attention. I was like, how they gonna do a Marvel movie with got too short in it? And it's in Oakland. I said, okay, let me pay attention. I'm looking, and then I don't watch the show, but I am very aware of it. The This Is Us, that brother, then he just went to Academy or yep, Emmy. He won an Emmy. Yes, he did. So I know who he is, and I've seen him in other stuff. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know this brother was in the movie. He's serious. And I, they get to Sean, I'm like, this nigga playing us. He's in the streets? And I'm like kind of not understanding what they're talking about. But as we start going and then, you know, uh, the Black Panther come, I was like, this is so dope. And, and Mark, correct me, there must have, this sort of thing must have happened in the books before because I could have sworn I've seen this. Or unless I'm confusing it with uh, coming to America. <laughs> but <laughs> where it's like you, somebody you thought was an American, but they're really like African and they bow down Oh yeah. to the king. I was like, oh, this is kind of the shit right here. I, 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 I kind of seen this. And as I get to understanding what's going on, I'm like, yo, this character is ill, yo. Are you seeing like he is, he is from Wakanda? But he don't like what's going on 
around the world, particularly with the American blacks. And he's here to set this motherfucker off. I was like, what? I was like, yo, I kind of fuck with this dude. Like, what? what is this? And I was like, damn, this is a trip. And, you know, it plays out. And um, shout out to uh, his name is, is it funny. His name is Denzel Whitaker. He's the the younger dude that was with uh, the uncle guy. You know, he, he, he was like, oh, he's actually an undercover for us. He'd been watching you the whole time. You know, he was in The Great Debaters and a couple other movies. Was he the one who forced Whitaker was grew up to be? Yes, or, yes, yeah. His his I real name my, is Denzel Whitaker, which is a very is a trip. Did he they is, did they mess with his eye? Because his eye was. I know, right? <laughs> wow, like, that's that's some casting for your ass right there. Yeah, he's been in a few movies. He just looks a lot older now. But I was like, okay. But I love like and you know it was like and I, I you know I was joking after the movie. I was like, man, what if? What if that character was actually played? What if the uh, the African dude? What if, I don't I don't remember his name, but he was the uncle. What if that that had been a headbuster? If that was Denzel, <laughs> I was like, damn. I'm like, what if that was Denzel? What if that was Alonzo's character <laughs> in a weird way? Like, and he was like, you disloyal ass, fucking African ass, <laughs> and, you know. And he wanted he wanted to get that old boy for selling him out. You know, to to the Black Panther, you know, to his brother. But I just thought that was such a cold dynamic. And, you know, it's like, yo, you got to come you have to come back to Wakanda and face the trial. I was like, damn. And then when he kills him, it's just the whole thing was ill to me. It had me up. I was at attention. I was like, yo, this shit is deep. And when they go to the street with the little kids, I had called it right away. I was like, I bet you that's Michael B. Jordan's character. I said that to Tori. I was like, I bet you that's him. But then when they kind of cut it, I was like, well, I guess maybe it wasn't. But then you find out later. And I was like, that's some sad, fucked up shit. Like, I was like, that sucks, man. Imagine being a child and your dad, you just come home in your hood and your dad is dead. And and I'm going to jump a little bit. I'm just talking about Killmonger. Once I really realized what his character was about, I wasn't mad at him at all. I understood him and I'm going to address Q. Yes. His methods was off the charts. He he was, he was, he's crazy, but I understand why he was crazy. You know, you know, and, and let me say Michael B. Jordan's swag game in the movie out of the fucking because see, the thing about it was he was African, he was Wakanda, but he was raised here in America. So he was thugged out the, the way you first see him in that uh, museum. You swagged and thugged out, <laughs> 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 but he was smart. You know, I was like on one and an alternative world. That's a Tupac would have played that right. He would have played that character. But he was he just had that the same embodiment. He was raising the Panthers, you know, but here he is. But he's a. He's a bad guy, but he was smart. So when he was addressing that that white lady, and again, I jump in here, but that's when they threw some little slick shit in there when that white lady was trying to address him and her whole attitude. He was like, she was like "Yeah, well, see, that comes from the." Uh, no, it don't. Excuse me. <laughs> that whole see, thing played out. I was like, <laughs> "See this." <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't uh, feel that way about that white lady. No, nah, she did. She was like, you can't. And she's all educated. Hey, no, you're wrong. Excuse me. See, actually, that's from the da, da, da. And then he dropped jewels on her. How you think you got it? You stole it. I was like, ah, yeah. And I see, I think that was the perfect. See, these white, and these white cats out here didn't like that. I think that was, that was the perfect way to insert what really has happened in this country, in this history. Yeah. It was per- it was subtle enough to say we we see you, we ain't gonna harp on it, but we see you exactly. And he's like, I- I'm gonna go ahead and take that. I think he said, I'm gonna take it just like how y'all took. <laughs> I'm in the theater, and this is the one part I'm mad because I saw it out here in Seattle at IMAX, and there wasn't a lot of us. There wasn't a lot of black people in the theater, as far I could really tell. So you didn't. It wasn't as a-, a lively type of theater experience. So I was probably the only one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> ain't lying. You know, ain't lying. Hey, Mike, you know the part that, that blew my head open was because, like, when we first see him, I'm like, oh, he's he's American. Okay, all right. You know, he 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 got the swagger like you're talking about. He he he's got the lingo like you're talking about. But when he got to Wakanda and started spitting that African shit, I'm like, oh, 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 see, yeah, okay, all right, what? <laughs> That, that to me that was like that was like yeah uh, you, you ain't you ain't special to me I, I can talk your language yeah what yeah <laughs> his character man because and but the thing is you know too you know he's doing all these things but I knew he was a wild he was wild and I assumed that woman was his wife or girlfriend or something when Which he one? the black girl that were you know his crime partner. When when oh, uh, when yeah, Claw yeah, had her, yeah, and yeah. He was like, he's gonna be all right. Man. Bam! And just shot. I was like, oh, this nigga's crazy. Right. That's when he kind of jumped over to the other side. I was like, okay, my man's on some whole other. He's he's like my man on uh, on a paid in full. What what was uh, fuck? What is his character? Ah, he's like, I'm on me on some murder shit. I don't care about who getting away. Any nigga that owe me some money, I'm blasting. When they kidnapped his little brother, y'all ain't up on. You want to say rich? Rich, talking about rich from paid in full. Y'all don't. Y'all ain't up on it. Some listeners know what I'm talking about. Classic gift. How about how about just bishop? That's a good analogy. Yeah, yeah, in some ways, but anyway, yeah, 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 but. uh, but yeah, I mean, he was just on some. I'm going. I'm getting my. Listen, listen. Let me. Let's get into this kill, Margaret. This character, man. He was essentially the same type of dynamic that we talked about when we did our uh, Planet of the Apes. I think the second movie review. What's that one ape that was get? He got beat. He was always getting beaten, and then he he took the Karabi machine gun. Or K- Kuba. Cuba. He was on his Cuba, really. It's the same Cobra. type of Cuba. It was the same type of shit, man. It's like I wasn't mad at, at that gorilla because he had gotten beat and, and he just was tired of it and he wanted his people free and he was going to get it even if he had to set into motion some shit that, you know, hurt his own people. He was going get to get them to the promised land one way or the other. And I kind of felt like some of that was in this movie because... Yeah, my man was wild and he shot his own girlfriend. You know, he had choked choked down the, the older lady after the ceremony. He he was on some other shit, you know. 
But he was doing it to me. He is doing it because he just wanted it. He knew what it's going to take to get his people free. And he didn't have time to be trying to explain or make you come around. He's like, no, we're going to get this popping right now. Uh, I love when the ladies, when he said, I want you to burn that stuff down. We don't, we don't burn down. I know he didn't say, bitch, I said what I said. <laughs> I was like, like damn. <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't repeating himself. Like, I said that this is what it is. Now it's wrong, you understand? But to me, it was like he was on some extreme Malcolm, and Black Panther was on kind of on some Martin Luther King a little bit. Uh, because you know, T'Challa, and and this goes into an old boy that wasn't you know the Get Out homeboy too. You know, guy who played the Get Out character. Yeah, he went back to the sunken place. Well, you know, see, the thing is, T'Challa <laughs> was, was all about getting, it was putting in work, but he didn't want to go all, you know, it was almost more selfish kind of reasons to some degree, because old boy said, yo, get claw, you going to get claw? Yeah, I got that, man. I'm going to take care of that. We got to get him. Now he knows, And he stopped him from coming with them. Yeah, right. He said, yo, I want you to stay back and hold it down here. I got this. Now, old girls don't go with me. We're going to, okay. But when he came back and said, yo, I don't, yeah, I didn't get him. You know, homeboy would look at him like, Nick, this ain't just some little mission, man. This was on some, this is on my, this was my revenge. This was, he killed my family, man. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You didn't get him. And I think if the child would have maybe explained a little bit to him, like, the situation a little bit more like yo he was on some other shit man he's not as easy as we thought but he just kind of like ah, i didn't get him man and I, you and, and i love that actor because he has that look he got that look and he look at you like nick you ain't nigga, you ain't shit fuck him <laughs> wow hey can I, i'm sorry guys. jump in yeah, just jump real in. quick what, what i remember vaguely what you're talking about but this is when T'Challa came back to Wakanda and said he he didn't get Claw. Claw got away. He, he, he slipped through he our slipped fingers. through his fingers. That's and, when that, yeah. that's when Claw bro- they broke through the wall and got yes. uh, Claw out. And is that what you're talking about? Yes. That part? Yeah. Okay. All right. And I'm just Can saying another- that's why oh, dude okay. sort of turned and was like, man, you. And he said you're doing the same you know, same old corny shit your dad. You know y'all ain't y'all don't. To me, I feel like he was y'all don't really care about nobody. But so I don't want to get to you, Q, but my whole my point, I'll make my point real quick without going long. I just kind of felt like T'Challa at first, he was ready to ride for the crown and for his purposes. But and I'm watching this as an African-American. But if you know that there's others, people out there suffering, he wasn't ready to ride and even fight his own people if he had to for the crown, then he would have fought for other people outside of Wakanda. And, and I'm saying because you have his uncle was ready to do that. Again, would he have started off probably some shit in the world? Probably so. You know, that was on that was going to be on some Iran Contra type shit. And he's like, we're going to give niggas in the street these guns. Just like the Contras. And we're going to, you know, we got to overthrow this shit. Well, it, was it cause some deaths? Probably it, it might. <clears throat> but this is what it is. And And then Killmonger, he's ready to listen, man. Ship them things straight back to the hood. Let's get it. It's going to start some shit. Oh, well, let's get it. Now, T'Challa, to me, it's the same type of thing. He, he, he adopted that mindset when it came to fighting for his shit, in my opinion. Like, they had blacks fighting each other. 
there in Wakanda over this crown. But I'm like, man, you ready to damn near slay your own people? What about the rest of them? And I think that's, I know, I'm, to me, that's a part of the big story to me was like, they realized like, man, it's, we can't be selfish, you know, even if it may open us up to the world and maybe some problems, we got to help each other. You know, we can't just be ready to fight each other for our own selfish reasons. We got to help the greater good of everybody, particularly these other blacks out here that's maybe in some shit. We can offer assistance to them. I just thought that was a cool thing, but I wasn't, I'm just saying, I'll say I wasn't mad at Killmonger's ideas, uh, uh, what he wanted to do. He was really carrying out his wishes of his dad, what his dad was all about. <clears throat> he just was twisted. He, he became a killer. I'm running my mouth. Q, go back to what you was going to say. Let me ask you a quick question, and I want to address what you said. Mm-hmm. Remind me, why did uh, the original Black Panther, and by the way, they want us to believe that he went from that Black Panther to the dude that was in heaven looking like that? He really let himself go. I'm, not, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, but um, why did he go to uh, the projects to get his brother? Because he didn't want his brother selling them, putting them guns on the street, right? No, because... Um... Zuri, yeah, because right. Zuri, you know, Forrest Whitaker's character, unbeknownst to uh, the brother, he was working for T'Chaka. So I guess he, when he sent, I think it's Nurabu, N- I can't think of his name, Sterling K. Brown's character. Right. He sent them out there, you know, do reconnaissance, report on what's going on in the world. Right. Unbeknownst to him, he sent Zuri along with him, who was keeping tabs on him. Right. He found out that his brother went to claw. and told him how to get into Wakanda to steal the vibranium. And in the process, he blew up some stuff and killed some Wakandans, including uh, Wakabi's parents. So he went there pretty much to be like, okay, I know what happened, but let me see if my brother gonna lie to me. This motherfucker lied dead to my face? And I know how I know because your man is working for me. Mm. So he went there to go capture, he went there to be like, look, I know what you did. You not only let vibranium out, you kill some Wakandans. Right. You bringing your ass on back to Wakanda. So yeah, so in, in essence, he he did. He took some of the vibranium and was making weapons to give to. Yeah, he he didn't like the fact that he was exporting, if you will. No, he, okay, you can say that, but he worked with he collaborated with a terrorist that attacked Wakanda, stole vibranium, killed Wakandans. Okay, all right. Um. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry, guys. No, that's cool. <laughs> but but that's interesting that when you break it down like that, I mean, you can look at us as today. You know, what I'm saying like, well, like I said, like it's 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 sad that the Wakandans had to die because he stole that out of there. But his reasonings of why he wanted to do that are somewhat noble. Like I can understand. Like, man, we. Our people out here is getting is getting messed up, man. We got to step up and do something to help these people. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I know. I, was I, gonna say. I guess I'm going to be the one to say it. I am not mad at Wakanda's reasoning. Plain and simple. They have vibranium, the most precious metal on earth. You saw what they were able to do. If they shared that, you know how Russia, China, 
down. Oh, you cutting and you out. damn sure know how America gets down. Yo, oh. Ant, you, something's going on with your connection, man. Well, let me go ahead and piggyback what I was saying. Go ahead. He's absolutely right. <clears throat> when you have a rare, precious metal like this, and you know the outside countries have got a history of essentially taking whatever the fuck they want, I would be hesitant too. Yeah, but wait a minute. See, this is where I can't divorce some of the stuff that's happening in this movie with what's hold happening. On. I'm sorry, Q. Hold on. There's an echo going on. It's heavy. And we got to fix that before we go forward. Somebody is it coming from? Need to plug in the headphones or something. Is it coming from me? You got your headphones plugged in? Yeah. Nope. No, I got my headphones plugged in. And are you still there? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Oh, there he is. He's back. Somebody's got a feedback problem. Now it seems to be off now. Um, damn, see, I lost my train of thought again. What were we talking about? <laughs> well, you were going to get into something about helping other countries or something? Okay, let me just say, um, I can't remember what I was exactly going to address, but... Oh, right. Um, this is where I can't divorce some of the stuff about this movie with our current politics and Trump. I said it. Oh, boy. Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, well, for the record, that was an hour into the show. Trump <laughs> came had up. a good run, I guess. Go ahead. Well, I think it's a legitimate point in that you know Black Panther with T'Challa was on his Trump. He was on um, he was on an isolationist nationalist uh, program where we don't want to share anything with Wakanda. Uh, Wakanda doesn't want to share anything with the outer world. We want to protect our borders. Mm. Uh, we don't want any imports. We're going to uh, produce strictly in Wakanda. And I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that, even though it's very Trumpist. I'm not mad at that because, again, we're talking about a black nation, all right? And a black nation is reacting in a manner that says that the motherland has been raped and pillaged for centuries. Having said that, I just, I think that if you want to have, if you want to build goodwill, and and, and T'Challa was on he was on Killmonger's message at the end of the movie, as we saw. Right. If you want to develop a good standing and you want to be that force for good for all people of African descent, you have to open your borders. You have to share. And we saw that. That was another devastating moment for me that end with when the spacecraft lands and the little kids run to it. And he tells Shuri, this is going to be I bought this building. Yeah, that's right. I bought it. and It's going to be the Wakandan Outreach Center. That's dope as fuck. And you have to have a mindset that you're you're going to open yourself up to the rest of the world. And, and if y'all talking about what about other nations that are going to try and come and take that stuff? Huh? No nation is going to conquer Wakanda. Not with the fact that that, that is the, the center of vibranium. So they got something for them if they try to come in. So I wouldn't be worried about that. Okay, so my rebuttal to that is... You said first that's not Trump is to think that to have that mindset. Trump is is America who is known for pillaging, trying to say we gonna close up our stuff and be isolated. Wakanda, on the other hand, seeing how the world, how the rest of the world get down, 
how they go into the Middle East, how they got, how they went and took America, how they did Africa. They're like, yeah, we gonna close ourselves off because if we do decide to share, in my opinion, if they do decide to share, they would constantly be in war, defending themselves. And that, why? That Trump, that, that's what Trump is saying. He Trump is Trump is claiming that he wants. He didn't. He doesn't think we should be all. He's lying, but he's claiming on the record that he. Okay, I don't want to talk about Trump. Back to Wakanda. So. Well, you're gonna cut me off and say what you wait, wait, you're gonna cut me off and say what you don't want to do. Yeah, because you're talking about Trump. I don't care about Trump. That's right. I'm I'm talking about Trump though. I didn't cut you off, bro. Okay. All right, well, let's stay on the movie. I was talking, you cut me off. Stay on the movie. Stay on the movie. So yeah. So I'm not mad at them saying I'm not gonna share because they would be in perpetual war defending themselves. The other thing is, yeah, they wanted to, he wanted to um go out there and spread it to the world. But at the same point, it's like, yeah, you want to have these weapons out there, but who's to say you need to do that to bring your message of peace out there? Well, and he wasn't, they wasn't and ta- I, Killmonger wasn't talking about message of peace. Exactly. Neither, that was neither one is that. Talking about that. They was talking about, we're going to help black people out here getting, getting a foot on their neck to overthrow the situation. It wasn't nothing about peace. Right. They was ready to get it popping. Yeah, so T'Challa wasn't on Killmonger's program. He was only on if program it became where we're going to expand the only board. Only if it came to, was, to his he was throne, on his, he was on the program. He was on his program in that he opened the borders and he's willing to share the technology. That's Killmonger, Killmonger wasn't trying to share the technology. He was trying to share the technology. Okay. He was, but, he was. but T'Challa wasn't sharing the technology just with black people. He's sharing with the world. Killmonger was sharing the technology was going to share the technology with other black people out there to overthrow the world. They ain't you know, on the same program. You don't. You don't think. That's true. I'm, well, I'm saying that the point that they wanted to both share technology. I'm not necessarily saying who they're going to share it with, but the fact that the borders would then be open is how. Because T'Challa was not even thinking about that, but then he went to the UN and said, "Okay, we're going to open up our borders." He got that message. After Killmonger delivers that speech before did he, he dies, did, did he, well, actually, I, I, did he say he's gonna open the borders, or they just say gonna share, share when I, when some I of their information okay, with when, people? When I, when I say when I say open borders, I mean he's going to export. He's gonna open the borders so they can export their product, their resource. Okay. Yeah, they weren't letting people just come on into Wakanda and see what we got going on. Over and you here. have to and you have to remember his ex girlfriend Nakia was say, said that to him twice during the film. So he didn't get that from Killmonger. That's not how I read it, man. I, I read it that you have he... You read it. That's what she said, though. Yeah, but she I'm was pushing he, for that. I could tell you also, he got them... He finally sunk home with him when he met... When when uh, Killmonger was saying his last dying words. That's where, to me, it changed for him. If you say so. I can see both sides. I mean, you know, I think the message, though, is clear either way, however he got there. You know, and even I think his most pivotal is when he went back to, you know, the spirit realm and told his ancestors, you know, you're wrong. You know, we can't. That was that was we can't keep it closed. We got to do it. Yeah, It was deep. That whole that whole thing of going speak to your elders was on some other shit, man. Uh, Like I said, the first time he goes in, he sees his dad. I, I wasn't ready to start crying. Even when Killmonger goes to see his dad, that 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 was really deep too, man. It was just like this dude is not—he's a bad guy, but to me, he was still just that little boy who just in not his own fault. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's the sins of the father. It's that same kind of story. You know what I'm saying? 
it all went back to the grandfather did something, he lied, you know, did something that, and then that, that, that generational curse, man, it was just weaving through and it was destroying lives. I mean, look at if, Adam and Eve. if they would, if, if the grandfather had made a different decision about his brother, this grandson wouldn't have had all those kills on his body. I mean, how many people died over that, that decision? You know what I'm saying? Like it's, if you really look at it, like, and you, and again, as, as Big Sexy said earlier, it's amazing that this little boy from Oakland, he goes to, you know, however he goes to go to MIT, gets into the military, you know, he's, he's high level on everything that he's doing. He's not an idiot. He's just so misguided because you took the dad away from him. And I don't know what happened to the mom. They don't really talk about it, but he saw his dad slaughtered and he knew that he came from another place. He was a Wakanda. He was royalty. But he was ousted from the family. They turned his back on him. And so he was raised out here with African Americans. And so he went through everything that we going through. But he knew in his mind, nigga, I'm African. Like I'm from Wakanda. We on some we on some next shit. And that and I don't have the resource. I can't I gotta get the resources because I've been here raised in the slums. And this ain't right. And I know, and he knew, so unlike a lot of us, he had connections to Africa. He understood really what they was really capable of doing. But he just knew like, man, these brothers out here, deaf, dumb, and blind. They don't know. So I'm going to go. And then, you know, he becomes a killer. And he's, and it's like the dude said was, uh, you know, the white dude, CIA dude, Say, man, he's going through the playbook. We trained him how to disrupt governments and to get down, you know, so he's not dumb. You know, he's been bred into this shit. He's going to follow the tactics. And his tactics was just trained was get them guns and let's get this shit popping. <laughs> that's what hey, he's going to do. Go ahead. Uh, I have some stuff I want to say. Damn, man, this movie is just so deep. Yeah. I, I'm trying to keep track of everything I want to get out. But you brought up a good question. How did... Um, how did Killmonger get back to Wakanda? That is a good question. Like, cause he already killed Claw, and it wasn't like tell me how to get there. He shot him before they got on that plane. I don't know. Oh, you know what? He may have gotten it from. Maybe it was in those books that his dad had. There's all those notes and stuff. Maybe it was. I guess you could say maybe he it was in there. So he knew because, how because, to get at least close to enough to it. Because even though Wakanda is isolated, it's not like it's not like Themyscira. The whole world knows Wakanda exists. They just don't know where it is, right? No, they know where it is. They just don't know what it's about. All yeah. they know it's like a third world country with baskets and whatnot. Right. Okay, they don't know okay. what's really happening. Yeah, because they and projected was, some hologram of this right. destined <laughs> countryside. And what was the deal with the lips? The the mark is that was those tattoos or? Inside the lips, to let I, you know that they were from Wakanda. I don't know what that was. Yeah, that also, may be actually tied to some real world type of African type of thing. You never know. Maybe may come from something like that. Well, big like, sex is that is that in the books or? No, that's what I've seen. But I've not uh, read every issue though, so I've not seen that. One thing that uh, that resonated with me was as you were talking about Michael B. Jordan's character is that you could see the the left behind. Um, I would say the left behind syndrome that black 
black Americans felt for Africa because, you know, we were taken and sailed over the sea and pretty much like nobody came for us. Nobody came to save us, which was a uh, killmonger. You know, I'm here. I'm a royal family. And you just left me here to fend for myself. Nobody came for me. And then at the same token, it's like, OK, once black Americans got freed, you're seeing all the suffering that's going on in Africa. And it's like, y'all niggas ain't going to come help us. We're suffering out here. We're being pillaged. We're being raped by these Europeans and all this. And y'all are free. You guys have access to money. You guys have access to guns to to help us. And you're just like, y'all on your own. So that, that's something that mm. I picked up. Mm. Well, see, you, you, you took it to Africa, which is cool. I saw Killmonger as speaking for black African-Americans who haven't managed to get a piece of the pie. And you know, some African-Americans have reached a, a, a certain level of success and financial stability. And I think a certain segment of African-American community, they see those uh, people as having turned their backs on uh, the African-American who's still stuck in the hood with no, with no good prospects for education or jobs. And when he burned those fields, I mean, to me, and I think I put this in the chat, that was just that was Detroit. That was Watts. That was L.A. That was Ferguson. That was all the rise that we've seen because of this segment of our community that has been left behind. That's 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 how I read. I mean, just, like I said, this movie is just deep on so many levels that unfortunately a, a, a segment of our population are not are never going to understand. They're just going to complain. But just so much in this movie to be to be well, broken down, and that's the beauty of the movie because it works on both levels, right? If and, you don't if you don't know anything of that, you can watch this movie and just be like, oh, "This is great." But for those who you know uh, can see the context or something, oh shit, you know. For, that's why I say it, man. And that's why you know I say they can't be mad because then then go be mad at Star Wars, go be mad at all of these. You know, go be mad at Lord of the Rings and, and, and Harry Potter's that the whole cultures sort of come out and people that, you know, the force is a real religion now. Right. You can go be ordained in the force and, and it's been around pop, popular culture and people take that just as damn near serious. And you don't got really? no problem with that. Yeah, really. You ain't got no problem with that. You know, it's a part of American culture. So this is the same thing. You can't be mad at fandom. You can't be mad at people seeing something in. And, and some in, in entertainment and they identify with it and they base their whole life about it can't be mad at that that's they thing you know what i'm saying if if you're mad about black panther then that's on some rate you, you have other problems and it's just exposing you for what you really are because there ain't nothing about this movie it's talking about take out anybody else it's not an anti-white movie or anything that you know when when shiri siri calls that white dude colonizer Facts. <laughs> and, My and, it's, theater. and it's done in jokes. So you can't be mad. I mean, and you know, it is what it is. You can't be mad at that. And when, when we go watch 12 Years of Slave, are you mad at that? That they get gets all the uh, Oscars and all that? You're not mad at that. So why, you know, you can't be mad at this. You know what I'm saying? It's not a bad movie. At the end of the day, who made this movie? Marvel. Disney. Yeah, Disney did. So, I mean, and that's a whole other conversation <laughs> to itself. <laughs> but but it is it's gonna take a, lot, a life of it on. It, it it already has. Um somebody, somebody, thing, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Here's one thing I, I wanted to know. Um 
I had a problem with this part. So you have Killmonger, who's a black American. He's a uh, exiled Af- Wakandan. He gets trained, MIT, trained military, American military trained. You're trying to tell me that motherfucker could go into Wakanda and beat a Black Panther? Yeah, kind of. I, I gave that sign. I was like, okay, okay, we're going to find out that he had some enhancement, whether it was mystical, magical, some uh, offshoot super soldier serum, something. But no, he went hand in hand, mortal versus mortal, his American trained combat versus Wakandan Black Panther trained combat and beat him? Wow. I was like, Whoa. Come on. Seriously. I kind of I kind of was saying that too a little bit. I was like, listen, Black Panther, damn near son, Captain America, Winter Soldier. You know, he was doing toe-to-toe slapping the shot, some of these cats in the last movie. And but wait a minute. He wasn't? Well, no, no, no. I'll, I'll let you finish. And, it. and just then, and then this, and this is why I was trying to sort of piece the timeline of this movie. I, I assume this movie sort of happens during Civil War, a little bit, because. But I say that to say because I was saying the same thing. Killmonger comes in, and yes, T'Challa is depowered, right? And so yeah. he just is just a fair one. No right. super enhancements, no suit, but he did get his ass whipped. So that would tell me that if you strip away the super serum out of Cap and Bucky, you pull off that arm, they would get their asses whipped on a fair one with a regular dude who I guess was just as trained soldier as they would. Because if, cause how could Killmonger come and whoop Black Panther's ass? You know, they, they need on some other shit. Go ahead. Overlooking something because... When they were both under the influence, for lack of a better phrase, of the uh, Black Panther serum, Killmonger got his ass whipped. Did he really? He would fight. Did he really get his ass whipped? The Black Panther serum and the Black Panther suit for T'Challa to win. But they were evenly. Well, didn't they both? They both had the serum at that time. But I mean, to me, the last fight, I, I, I hate to go. It was on some Rocky Strong now type shit. It's just like, Thank you. Oh, what was come he? On. What, what, what move did he Clubber really Lake. do? Wow. He just wow. he, he got that all of a sudden now he had the stab thing. I mean, it was just a. I'm not saying it was a lucky blow, but it was like they was going toe to toe. He didn't get his ass whooped. He lost the fight. That's the difference. Yep. He didn't get his ass whipped. Can I can I just say going back to when Killmonger beat T'Challa. I mean, if you live in a society where you don't where you don't study anything that comes that's external to that society, you don't know about different fighting skills, you don't know about different things like that. So Wait, how do you know they would, don't? Say so what? How do you know they don't? I'm saying it's possible that they don't study they maybe they haven't studied in their isolationism. They haven't You talk about the Black studied. Panther? Yeah. Come on, man. Well how was he able to whip down Cap and all them doing the moves and stuff? I, yeah. They have different fighting styles. I'm smart as hell, man. I'm also saying that there's that, and there's also the any given Sunday, uh, any given Sunday thing, where on any given Sunday, one team can beat another team. No, 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 no. You just got T'Challa. T'Challa is the greatest fighter in Wakanda. He's number one. There shouldn't be no any given Sunday on his ass. Wait, wait, wait. Where is it determined that he is the greatest fighter in Wakanda? 
Because his general is the second. They said she's the second best fighter in Wakanda. Well, they can say what they want, but someone comes. Oh, in. Well, man, wait, who do we go say? by? Them or you? Someone. Wait a minute, and someone can come in and just get the upper hand. But you and you're saying you're okay with this American trained uh, fighter coming into Wakanda? Who this? Since he was a child, he has been trained and bred to be the Black Panther. Not just not trained to be a military guy like Eric, but to be the Black Panther, the defender of an entire country. He's the one on the front line. Eric is one of the people. And you're saying you're okay with? Oh yeah, well you know any given Sunday. Yeah, he should be the number one warrior, the defender of the country. I'm going to say this real quick. I just want to be clear. You're asking me. If Eric Kilmont, if uh, T'Challa, who was trained as a child to be a fighter, the to best be the fighter, Black Panther, to be the Black Panther, I, 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 I got you. And Eric Kilmonger, who was also trained as uh, from an early age to be a nope. fighter, rose nope. up in after the ra- college after college. And, and you want, can I get my point out if you d- disagree or agree? Would you allow me that? Go ahead. He, he, okay. Since college, he grew up and trained and got a number of kills. He's clearly very well skilled. You're asking me if you think I think there's some sort of subtextual conspiracy that they're trying to say America is is over Africa or something like that. I don't that. think he's just, saying there's some sort of conspiracy. I think he's just calling bullshit, kind of like how he was able right. to beat him. That's all. I, I didn't have a problem with that. No, I did not. Not at all. I, I did. I didn't have a problem, but I did. I was calling bullshit a little bit. Like, eh. I, I had more of a problem with the, and it wasn't even that a problem, that much of a problem. But if you're going to go there, I would say I would expect you to have more of a problem with the fact that Killmonger has to die, but they save Everett Ross. He killed himself. He pulled the blade out. No, his- but I'm saying the writers could have said, because T'Challa said, we can save you. And before he pulls away, he's like, "No, nah, we're gonna save you. We're gonna." He would have. He would have been much more vociferous about, "No, nah, brother, we're gonna save you." So that's what I'm nah, saying. The I, I don't think. I think it's in line with how you saw him in Civil War. Didn't he let that other white boy, the dude that killed his own dad, die? No, no, he didn't. He saved him. He stopped the bullet. Oh, that's right. Well, then, well there you go, then, me. And it hey. was really. It's funny. It was the same kind of setup. It was T'Challa with the bad guy uh, on his on his. Deathbed, quote unquote. Well, actually, no, it wasn't the same setup. That guy, Zemo, he was standing out there with the gun ready to kill himself. T'Challa drove the blade through Killmonger's heart. He, in my opinion, T'Challa is like the best way to stop him is to kill him. Wait, 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 wait. wait. He was defending himself. Remember. Killmonger killed himself, didn't he? No, No. he put. Okay, T'Challa stabbed him. Right. And he was like, I, we could save you. And he's like, no. And he pulled the blade out because I guess he knew pulling the blade out would, you know, let all the blood out of his body and kill him. Yeah, pulling a blade pulling a blade out is going to cause more damage almost. That's what I'm saying. Going. So yeah. he essentially killed himself. And he chose, I want to go out as a G. Well, he, he told you exactly why he wanted to go out, which I was very powerful. But he chose to, he's like, I don't want to be saved. Motherfuckers, we wasn't saved on them boats. So you but he was going to die. He, well, he said he could save him. Obviously, they, just, obviously they had the technology they save to him, save him. He was going to die. Uh, he could have easily lived if they if he wanted to. He, please help me. Take me to the same place you took everybody else and bring them back. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, to me, that's more, and it's not a problem for me, but it's more problematic that 
the black man has to be the noble guy that kills himself for a greater cause, but they what? save the they save the white guy. <laughs> Wait, he didn't kill himself for no noble. Okay. No, he wanted he wanted to die, he wanted to die uh, he wanted to die on his own on his own cognizance or whatever the That's word is. That's noble. He felt he was being noble. I thought it I'm was not- actually. I thought he to me he went out he went out on some shit like you bury me where you where them motherfuckers is at like I'm one of them. We don't give up. We're not going for the sucker route. He went out. He he put in his work and he accepted the consequences of his actions. Mm-hmm. And, and he was. I was like, hey man, I'm not mad. Hey, he stuck to his guns. Uh, I, I do. I, I think he took the. I'm not gonna say he wasn't a coward, but I, I think he took the misguided way out because, if if nothing else, uh, the unity between him and T'Challa could have made for an even better Wakanda. And and again, as we saw, True. T'Challa was like, T'Challa was like, okay, I got something from his brother killing. You know, uh, going out like this. I need I, to look at the fact that we need to open our minds to the rest of the I, world. I, I agree with you, but I think the thing is, I don't think Killmonger ever got the respect or he didn't. And I, that's what I said. I can understand why he did what he did, because even when he came in there, when he first came uh-huh. in to the throne room and T'Challa knew damn, damn well knew who he was. And then mom and him, who is him? Get him out of to but me. Did he know? He, did T'Challa know? Yeah, he knew yes, who he was. To me, he should have said, and it would have been a difficult thing, but that's that's our this is our family. We fucked him over. We left him out there. We killed his my dad granddaddy killed his father. No, it was his dad. And we left him there to be raised in some bullshit. He's gonna be fucked up in the head. It's not his fault, it's ours. I'm in now I am the lead in control to help this dude, to help our family member. He's in here. He coming in here full of hate, which I get why he feels that way. He's righteous in that shit because not his fault. So what do we do to help him to get his mind back together? Because he's on, he's lost. He Killmonger is lost. He's full of rage, revenge, and he's a rightful, he's a rightful heir to the throne. No more, just as much as T'Challa was. Nah, nah, he wasn't. To me, he was. Why wasn't he? Because he's he, not. He's not the son. He's yeah. he's in the family. He was. The, he's the nephew, not the son. Well, he has. A, he, he just has. They said he has a right to challenge. Well, that's what I'm saying. He, he has a right, right to, the to the throne. He has a right to challenge to get to the throne, like any, in, probably right. better than anybody else up there. He's in that family. To me, just as a king. But again, he was young. But I just thought T'Challa. He was kind of low key slick with not really wanting. To, Put truth to the put the whole truth out there. Just just go ahead and give him the challenge. But he well, could have he could have <laughs> explained like really what it is and said, "Man, let me holler at you. You know what? We may even fight, and you rightfully so. But I love you. Like to me, you're just gonna man, I love you. We wrong. Yeah, who was wrong yeah, about I, that? Moms, yeah. sit back. You don't understand who this is because she didn't know who he was really. And I think if they would have knew who he was, they would have embraced him differently to just let's just do the fight because that was a fight to the death they really shouldn't have did that but but again that's i'm not mad at that i'm just but saying that was like, the tradition that was the tradition of the challenge though right that that's what I'm saying. To the death. I, but i'm not mad at that but i'm just saying in terms of i think yeah, you're he right. just I'm didn't really right. explain it, a, it right, right. right and that's why he felt the way he felt but they could have stopped that but you know 
the thing is, the, but it wouldn't have been on you, Hulu. Uh, if they did, Mike. You're absolutely right. You, you're right. I would have preferred to have seen T'Challa reach out, and then maybe Killmonger rejects him. Uh, but when I guess you know Killmonger walked up in there and was trying to be a, was trying well, to step to him and T'Challa. Well, I'm not having this today. Uh-uh. You I'm know not, what it I'm is? I'm not the one. It's just nah. it's just like when Captain America with Bucky. Uh huh. Cap say, you know what, Bucky? I ain't gonna kill you, man. Go ahead and beat the shit out of me. But I love you, Buck. Brothers I'm, don't get down like that. I'm, well, I, that's, that's the problem. What can I say? But I'm just saying in terms that's what it should have, you know, it would have been like that. That The relationship that Captain America had for, for Bucky was like, man, I know you're trying to kill me, but you ain't in your right mind, Buck. Yeah, that's, that's schism in the black mm-hmm. community. That I know that's what I'm saying, but, so the, but, but I'm saying Captain America rose above that. They stay all cold. Hysterical. Hey, okay, now I'm going to go left. I'm glad they didn't go the nigga route and make Killmonger T'Chaka's bastard son. Because you, you just see them you just see them setting that up, but I'm glad they didn't go there. How did y'all feel about the way um, it, there was such an emotional scene from a, from the thematic standpoint. You know, we've already seen T'Chaka and T'Challa in Civil War, and I got emotional seeing these two brothers on screen speaking to uh, a foreign language in Civil War. Was this not? Yeah, it was Civil War. Yeah, yeah. And then to see how they, I thought it was brilliant, but it was hurtful to see them have it where T'Challa comes back to his father and basically reads him the riot act. He got on his reverend. He was hopping up and down. And I was like, damn, he had to do that. It had to be said to his father. But it was, it was, you know, you know, y'all know what I'm saying? It was. Well, yeah, I do. Well, it, it, it was because it was, you know. It was a deep scene, man. Because the shit that was taught was wrong. Right. You know, and it, right. It, well, it wasn't say wrong, but times have changed. And, you know, we have to reach out. And y'all did what you did for a reason. But I think it was just addressing really the dad's issues to begin with, set the chain of reaction. And it's for the son to sort of redeem the father. Say, <clears throat> nah, dad, that, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to take this one for you, but I can teach you. You know what I'm saying? And it was deep that he could say that to his ancestors like that and be able to go and be a big, and to, you know, elevate them to a different level you say no we got to keep growing can't just keep doing the same thing over it shit ain't working no more you know and the fact that ancestors can be a Wait, say, it know, wasn't working hold on how, well how it, wasn't working? it wasn't working because it wouldn't have had a killmonger exactly yeah that's yeah exactly that's i'm on pay Again, i'm on your pay he had I'm all them pay. deaths on his body that's day blood yep hey mark real quick does that theme exist in the book where um T'Chaka kind of has to school his ancestors, which is a a head-busting thing to do. Is that in the book? You mean T'Challa? I'm sorry, yeah. T'Challa has to school his... Uh... Do they even do that whole spirit thing in the book? They do the spirit thing later. I mean, again, they may have done it in the jungle action series from the 70s, which I didn't read. But they did do that recently when T'Challa became... I'm going to you know, get this wrong, so I'm just going to paraphrase. Like the Lord of the Death Realm, he did, they did it there. So that is not unusual for that character. But I'm saying, did was there a message in the in the book, in any any por- portion of the book's history, where T'Chaka has to T'Chaka. has to hand his his ancestors an L? You mean T'Challa? I, I'm sorry, I keep getting mixed up. Um, there may be I, I don't recall off the top of my head but in my hand right now uh-huh. I'm holding Avengers 87 
which is the origin of T'Challa. So I'll have to get, you know, consult that and get back to you. Okay. How, how did y'all feel about the, uh, the CIA agent dude? Um, Loved him. I, Loved I, him. I, I like this character, but I was, I was like, I didn't understand why they had, they get, let him have so much access. Like I can see why they, you know, yeah, take care of the dude, but why he gotta be down in the lab where you can see the actual, you know, the underground and and because I'm like, if you don't let this dude walk out, walk out of here, he knows the shit. Like I didn't understand why they would let him be all in there and see everything like that. I was like, this well, this nigga's CIA. Well, He's a foreign they, country. It's like America wouldn't allow some Russian motherfucker to go deep underground into the White House to see the real shit and then let him go on home. It don't make no sense to me. Because I think the main reason, I'm not saying it justifies it, but it worked for me, is because he threw himself in front of a bullet for a Shuri. So? Yeah. They saved his ass, okay? He could have been dead. They brought him back to life. That's a, but you don't expose all you. I mean, it just didn't make no, Again, he's a CIA operative from a government, United States. They ain't no joke. They know how they get down. I don't, and even it's addressed when T'Challa first sees him at the fucking casino. Ah, they go that motherfucker. Them motherfuckers. Watch out for them motherfuckers. You already know. Like, why would you have them back in the motherfucker all deep in it alone with your sister? I was like, man, where are the guards on this motherfucker? It's colonizer, man. T'Challa. <laughs> to be fair, I think Shuri could easily mollywop that dude. But T'Challa, doesn't T'Challa say something when he sit laying there dying? He says that he's a good man or something like that? Man, the hell with that, man. Where his he, generals at? They don't want to. That, agreed. <laughs> but let me listen. But I have I, a problem. I thought the character was cool, too. I knew they had to have somebody in there. He was the token white dude. They had to have somebody up in there. And he was dope. Uh, Same with Claw. I thought Claw was hysterical. I can't believe they killed him off. Yeah, I couldn't either, actually. I love when he was like, I got my, my, my yeah, my mixtape's coming out. You want my SoundCloud? Like, he was dead ass serious. <laughs> <laughs> like, that <nigga> stupid. <laughs> I'm also curious why, because Shuri was getting it in. She had Claw's, um, they looked like what I remember Claw to be, his vibranium hand cannons. But they gave uh, Claw this really stupid-looking prosthetic arm that opens up and... Okay, hold it. Hold it right there. <clears throat> As you probably know from the book, uh-huh. he's got a prosthetic arm. But does it, oh, did it look like what they saw in the... In no, the show? They, they went you know, radical away from it, but it still did the same thing. The, okay, well, I, okay, I, I take that. The Claw, I remember, you know, of course, he wore the red outfit with the black... Exactly. But he had an arm that was just like looked like a cannon, you know. It wasn't and that's a what cannon. We, no, it was a sound generating doohickey. But I'm saying it just it, it basically was a thing with a hole in the center of it, yeah. which is what which what um, when Shuri was shooting off her them she had them two things on her hands too. That's what I imagine claws would have looked like because that's what it looked like in the book. Hmm. I mean, I'm good with it, but it, it was a little bit more elaborate than it needed to be. Well, I think um, that. One thing has not been addressed yet, and I'm going to go ahead and address it now. The gentleman who, um, I forget the guy's name, who um, apparently had the rhinoceroses, that guy, he was a punk. And here's here's why. (laughs) Why? At At the beginning of the film, they're out at the waterfall, and they said, look, there's five, uh, five groups here. 
who wants to step up. Not us. Not us. And they looked at him. What you gonna do, man? Nope. I ain't got nothing to say. So he wanted to just, you know, be okay with things then. But when something didn't happen to his satisfaction, he makes a traitorous, treasonous act. Fuck him. Well, let me come to a little bit of his defense. I hear what you're saying. I don't think Mark brought up a good point, actually. He did, but here's my (laughs) thing about it. You get the idea that him and T'Challa have been friends for a very long time. They grew up together. Uh, And again, like I said earlier, T'Challa, I think he kind of brushed off the importance of what that mission to get Claw meant to his best friend, you know, was an avenge of his, to, to avenge his father. And he felt like, I think he didn't understand that that shit meant more to him than T'Challa probably did. And then when you have Killmonger, which this, I guess is just one of those hell of a coincidence, which I'm fine with stories have to have them, that the coincidence that Killmonger shows up there with the body of Claw. And it just happens to be to a guy who that would mean everything to, <laughs> uh, but I think when somebody say, yo, man, I got I got the home you killed your dad. Just like, uh, you know, you see it in the shy, you know, that somebody killed my brother. Yo, man, I can tell you who did it. Oh, for word. Or if somebody said, yo, man, you know, now if we was in knuckleheads and yo, they just rolled down on Q storm, man. Yo, man, I'm going to go put in that work for Q. Ah, uh, did you get him? No, nah, I didn't do it, man. And some other dude come up and say, yo, man, you 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 Mike, Big Sexy? Hey, man, he go to them niggas that shot Q, man. I did that. I put in that work for you. I got that. You're like, oh, okay, shit. Fine. But that don't mean I don't okay. roll with my boy from day one, though. Somebody else get, did the work? Fine. But that but, does not mean I turned my back. Well, I'm just saying, that's his he, dad. That he, he probably felt like, it was, man, you, you, you avenged my dad. I owe you. Yeah, I, I owe you. I owe you a seat at the tape. Now, again, did he carry a little too far? I agree with you. He, but he did. He did. He owe him to. Yo, I'm gonna bring you to. I'm gonna bring you to the throne, homie. And if and if now, and the thing is, if he told him to, hey, if if Killmonger had told old boy his real secret, like, yo, man, I'm actually a part of that family, and this is what they did to me. They killed my dad too. Now he didn't probably tell him that my dad was the one that got your dad killed, but it was he probably was enough to identify. You tell him all that. No. Yeah, I'm saying, but he probably knew enough to identify. Yo, we like brothers, man. Both our parents got killed, and they they didn't do nothing about it. And I'm the one put in the work, homie. If you if I get in a position, you my right hand nigga, man. And you say, hey, you, got- you know what? Okay, take a fair one. If you have a fair one with him and you take him down, I'm loyal to the game. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's probably and, what he did. Now, again, he... I, this is what I'm, I'm saying. Even when he when it comes to the, the fight of the throne, Killmonger was wrong. He probably should have said, oh, well, he's still alive. Y'all got to go. Get out, dude. Should have said, you know what? You, you got you to gotta give him another fair one. Now, he chose to go fight. That's when he crossed the line, when he chose to go ahead and fight anyway. That's when he became a bitch to me. And 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 and, it, and and you know the cold part about it was his girlfriend, whatever. It's like, I'll slit your throat, you know, mm-hmm. for the game, on, and that's on Did- on Crip. She, she was, <laughs> wait, wait, you don't get to say that. No, no I'm sorry, you don't get to say I that. but you know. <laughs> Did y'all think he gave up too easily, though? Nah, wait, no, because no, he, he, he knew he was wrong. He knew he was wrong. Yeah, he, no, he was I on think- his. 
He was on his executioner. Is an executioner. No, I right. looked at it as he's confronted with his girlfriend or wife. I'm not. They haven't determined what she was. She's been told. They made it known she's the second best warrior in Wakanda. She said, "For my country, yes, I will kill you." So he knows she's willing to kill me. And by the way, I might not be able to take her. So yeah, I'm gonna put this sword down. Might not be able to. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and he know that was some bomb puna. <laughs> But but my other thing was um, the thing we have to mention also with Wakabi is he saw T'Chaka get blown up. T'Challa went on a mission to capture either to capture or kill his daddy's killer. But when it came to Wakabi's daddy's killer, yeah, he slipped Mm, through our fingers. Yeah. I'm kind of he, he saw, well in Civil War he was on the same mission to go avenge his killers and got him you know but then and he then realized the, but he realized you know Winter Soldier oh. wasn't the guy who really did it so but he got Zemo but he, he got, got Zemo right. he did get but he did fulfill killer. his mission right right but when it comes to Wakabi's daddy uh, he slipped through our fingers there'll be another chance uh, you know he's looking like you can get justice and vengeance but I can't. And on top of that, bro, like I said earlier, you told me to stay behind. That's just player versus game. You know, that's my dad, not yours. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, and you saw how that went for him. And But the other thing is, is you guys are saying, uh, you're talking about when uh, T'Challa showed up. I'm sorry, when T'Challa showed up and was like, I'm not dead and uh, I didn't yield. Killmonger said exactly what I was thinking. He was like, nigga, it's over. Like, ain't no timeouts. You left the field of play. <laughs> Later. Wow. That was kind of bullshit. He, 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 was, he was on his Apollo Creek. Ain't gonna be no rematch. <laughs> Here's the it only... Kind of bu- the, oh, go the only quick thing... I, again, I don't care because I love the movie. It, the only bullshit kind of part was T'Challa got thrown over that water field, waterfall thing and then later, you know, they had his body. I was like, eh, okay. I said, this is a story, so I accept it. But I was kind of like, eh. Wait, what, what part do you say that they found That his they body? found his body. He just happened to be there. And, and you know, I was like, okay. Well, I was going to say it was kind of bullshit that he survived that. Well, that too. I was just like, okay, whatever. But I mean, I'm happy. I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. But you know what's interesting too? Um, that, uh, what was that guy's name? The, the, so the ape king kind of dude? Makaku. Mbaku. Yeah, he was <laughs> a very interesting character because even when he was presented with the that heart thing, whatever to take to take the powers, he was, he refused. You know, he didn't take it. I thought that was uh, a very loyal move for him, just to, because he was probably more so like that ain't the way we do it. Yeah, it was almost that's just how I read it. Like, nah, I don't want it like that. I'd rather fight this cat for real. I don't want to take it like this. And matter of fact, I got old boy here, you know, and I thought it was cool that he was like, nah, I'm still not going to help you, <laughs> which is interesting that he would turn around and help him. But uh, I, I just thought yeah, that was, was, yeah, you know what I mean? But I, but I like the character. I, I, I was a little, it was interesting to me how he became very jokey uh, during those sections of the movie, but you know, it was fine. But it just was like, man, he was hardcore. <gasps> you know, they wasn't joking at all. Like they was about that shit, and they they lived isolated. It was, it was interesting when his character sort of became a little jokey. I was like, hey, 
Is this nigga jumped out Thor real quick or something? Like, what is he doing? <laughs> but, okay, was I the only one that when I heard that that uh, dog barking thought, oh shit, the cues then showed up? Hysterical. Oh man. There you go. <laughs> This they sounded just like they sounded like they were doing a cues bark. I was like, come on. I like Cougar a fool for that. <laughs> I was kinda like I think I was like, ah, these niggas on here sound like some, <laughs> I was like, eh. But I was like, I, I get it. I'm I'm being I'm the one being subconscious because I've you know, I was raised here in America, so anytime anything that I think may be some funniness, but you know, they did it loud and proud, you know what I'm saying? So I actually respected that. I was like, that's what they doing. <laughs> I, I, the biggest, you know, I just said that it was bullshit that he survived that fall. But like you said, Mike, you know, it's a superhero movie. They got to, you know, you got to let that ride. But soon the time that uh, and I leaned over to my son and said, Tom is uh, what's the name? Mbaku. The time yes. he said, we're not going to help you. I leaned over to my son. I said, he's going to save the day. <laughs> and she, I mean, they, they didn't have to do. I mean, I'm glad that he did come in and help. But I'm like. That how, why did he change his mind? You know. Yeah, I guess what you man, know he just probably was like they for the betterment of Wakanda. You know, this is the right thing to do. I guess. No, he changed his mind because he may have had personal disagreement with T'Challa, but his fealty is to the throne. Period. Mm. He's like, look, I want to step to him, but I lost. I'll take that L. He's still in charge. I still got my little, you know, pieces of pie up here in the snow. But, you know, we don't agree. But I can't let people just roll up on the kingdom. No. They, they could I think they could have written what, that a lot better. Well, if, again, if he was a, if it was a respect to the throne, wouldn't he fall under who was the current king? Because he didn't steal the crown. That's true. Here's, here's something that I got to thinking about. Okay, I get that they have this ritual. You know, Killmonger has a legitimate claim to challenge for the throne but here's the thing he was doing away with all of the customs of Wakanda the um, the isolation they gotten rid of the the spirit field where you could get the power of the Black Panther they were going to go pretty much he was sending Wakanda to war so I kind of have a side eye to all those Wakanda people that were just blindly following the king the throne and not say, okay, we gonna stand up to this guy because what he's yes, he's the king, but this shit is this is on some other shit. We see and that on we- top of that, he ain't even one of us. Actually, he was one of them. Well, by blood, but not by culture. Hey, blood. Nature, nature versus nurture. Again, we we see people falling in line, even though they disagree in this country. Yeah, I respected them falling in line to a degree. Now, some people did that. The old lady challenged them. And again, you know, he was the wrong one to be challenged by by somebody like that. But I respected. Uh, and again, we were talked about them too much. But what were those the guards called? They had a very distinctive name. Dora Milaje. Dora Milaje. The Dora Milaje artist shit, man. Like I loved how her character was. Old girl was conflicted, but again, she was a student to the game, and she was she she had morals and standards. She said, "I'm here for the crown, man. I'm I'm, I'm here for the throne. You might not like what's going on." But we don't. We don't took an oath to this. We can't just be backing out because she got tough. You know, this is the game. Uh, I, I love that. I, I almost wish she said, "You need to watch your tone and delivery. The shit you're saying because you sound you talking real slick about the, about the king, and I'm on the king <laughs> side. So watch your mouth now. You my girl. Wait, which which girl are you talking about? Which girl? 
Okoye. Okoye. Remember when she had uh, the, the conversation with a girl? She's like, we got to overthrow. He's like, nah, I ain't overthrowing a damn thing. Like, this is the king. This is what, wait, it, what it is. I, uh, I thought, is Okoye Denai Guerrero? Yes. Yes. I thought she was against. I thought she was ready to go to war with uh, Killmonger. At the end. At the end. When he I'm took talking over. about when 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 he first got the kingship, and then uh, Lapita's character came to her and said, well, "We got to overthrow." And she's like, "No." She said, "Sorry, sweetheart. You know, I feel you, but he the king. Take the L. Yeah, this is the, you know. If we want to go back to we just talking about Q, she's like, "This America. You don't like that Trump one." That's you, nigga. We we following the voting <laughs> procedures and how we get down. We Americans, this motherfucker. So you need to need to fall in line, or hey, I can't tell you what to do. Get out. Well, what was it? And I, again, I'm <laughs> here. Gonna, we go. I'm gonna, I shouldn't have said. No, no. I'm I'm going to go see the movie again. I just can't remember all the little all the details. But what was it that made her change her mind? Because oh, T'Challa came back and was like, "No, this this is still going on. I'm alive. I haven't yielded. Let's do this throw." Uh, Killmonger said no, and then she was like, "Wait a minute, he's still alive. Yeah, you're he not isn't fit. dead. You have to finish the fight." That's right. He's not dead. He didn't quit. It ain't over. Let's do this. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's when but she was like, was "Oh, open, you're not you're not fit. Then we're not gonna follow this." And you're right. Okay, I need then I need Obama to come back because it's not over. <laughs> That's what it's, I need. It's over, homie. It's over. It's over, it's over, it's over. It's, it's over. <laughs> Give it a rest. But uh, it, let's see. You got laws for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be real. That fight was over. when he fell off. That when he got thrown off the damn waterfall. Really? Did that you see fight a body? That fight was over. Did you see a body? <laughs> He was on it. I guess he was on the. I guess that's what Mace Windu gonna do the same thing. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> gonna be in some other movie, <laughs> some other <laughs> Jedi. I got his body right here. You didn't actually see him die, did you? Mace Windu could come back. It ain't, it ain't over. Yeah, it ain't I, over. I, I, my arm and shit is broken. But, it ain't over. <laughs> but I'm still breathing. Hilarious. Um, man, gosh. What did you guys, um, what do you think, uh, let's go to this question. I mean, what do you think uh, Black Panther sits now in terms of just the Marvel Cinematic Universe, man? Like, we only got that small little glimpse of the winner, the, the white wolf <laughs> at the very end, uh, the winter soldier. But I mean, what, do you, uh, what are your thoughts about in terms of Black Panther and Marvel Cinematic Universe now? And what 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 aspect like? I mean, do you think his character should be more prominent in the movies? Well, you know what? I think the um, kind of the box office is going to determine that, right? <laughs> I mean, when Cap did uh, Winter Soldier and the Civil War became talked about, and they did good box office, I think you kind of saw Cap kind of move to the forefront right alongside uh, Robert Downey Jr. Is that correct? Would you say that? Yeah. So then. If this movie makes $165 million this weekend, hell yeah. I would agree because simply I'm hearing that Robert Downey Jr. may not be doing Iron Man much more. And same thing with Chris Evans. And aside from those two, in the Marvel pantheon of films, it's Chadwick. He's bringing in that money. So they're going to, you know, by default, build around, they have to build around him. Plus, his character is one that is accustomed to leadership. 
It's not like he hasn't led groups for Avengers before. So let's go. Yeah, they're saying now, as as of this recording, the movie is possibly on track to do two hundred and thirteen million. If it hits that's, a deuce, it's a wrap. To steal from Michael Davis. That's it's insane. But I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was saying, as much as Hollywood is the limousine liberal, they love money more. Yes, exactly. It's about money. So if they see that the black community came out in force for this movie. I mean, it would have been nice if they did that for Malcolm X, but that's another story. Um, they're going to see Black Panther 2, they're going to come out for that. Maybe they'll come out for Avengers Infinity War and make that even, make that cost $2 billion because on the strength of Black Panther being in it. So we'll see. If, they, if the black community wants more Black Panther, wants more prominence for Black Panther, this is great. This is a, this is a message. But just like, and I, damn, I'm going to get political. Just like 2008, there was a message with Obama. We need to show up in 2010. <laughs> uh, I can't bring wars up Trump. Are I, 2010. We need to show up for that. I can't bring up Trump, but he could bring up Obama. <laughs> that, that wasn't a knock on Obama. I'm just saying, I'm showing that parallel. We made our message in 2008. We need to show up again in 2010. Infinity War is our 2010. We need to show them that the black community is going to come out just because black, not because it's Infinity War, but because Black Panther is an Infinity War, and show out and sh- uh, show up and show out for that as well. I'm, I'm gonna say this though, uh, Chadwick Boseman. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm gonna say it. He might want to be careful. Uh, he might want to be a little worried about the next villain he has to fight because M- Michael B. Jordan stole this movie from him. I'm gonna say it. I think he kind of stole this movie. From him, what do y'all think? I, I mean, no, no, you don't think so. I think, no. I think this. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think so. But I think that the movie being called Black Panther, I think the movie is really about all of them. The uh, the whole cast stole the movie from the title of the movie. I, I just think that the movie is bigger than just the one person. At least this particular movie, because I could see how you could say Michael B. Jordan is a standout, but I would say the same thing for. Uh, some of the other characters, I thought, sure, sure, you know, a lot of them shine. They were all very charismatic, uh, but I think this, the star of the movie, was all of them. It wasn't really just Black Panther. No well, difference. I, I'm just no no difference in to say that uh, Captain America: Civil War. To me, the star was all of them. Yeah, it's Cap's movie, but it was a damn near an Avengers movie. All of them stole the movie to me. Spider Man, Black Panther, Winter Soldier, Iron Man. I mean, they all were just as big. If, as as the title character, well, I, and maybe I'm speaking out of turn because I I I got to go see the movie again. But I gotta say, Black Panther. I mean, Bozeman killed it. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying Bozeman killed it. But when you put all the other like uh, uh, Claw, Mike, you said Claw was was funny as hell. He was dope. Uh, Shuri, Nakia, that in, uh, Nakia, who was the uh, deny whatever deny Guerrero's character Akoya. was? Her, Akoya. Akoya was my favorite. Yeah. I bet you had no problem saying Jim. She, she was she was the um, Black Panther was the least interesting character on the screen, even I, though he I, was dope. Sure, I, I, mean, I can see what you. I, I get what you're saying. I, I I just think that's that to me that's a great movie that everybody shines. Everybody is great. All those characters are are excellent. It was written great. Because most movies, it is just one person that's ever focuses on. To me, all of it was great. I think that the character of T'Challa, he is a more, he's a more uh, relaxed 
calm type of a person. So, of course, he can't be, you know, all these other characters are out of the control. You know, Shiri, for example, that part you mentioned where she's, what about those? I mean, that was like, she just busts through because she's so charismatic. But he has to be a suave type of dude. He was like James Bond to me. Like, yeah. he, he was yeah. just that dude, you know what I'm saying? But I think he carried himself. I think as the movie progressed, he became like that real, he was just that authoritative. He earned being the crown because sometimes I saw Chadwick as sort of a younger type of dude, but I saw him as a grown ass. Like, yo, dude is on some shit. Like, you, when he walk in there, it's respect. You shut your mouth up. That's the king. You know, and I think he, that's why I said to me, he will always be Black Panther because it almost like he has to be that type of a character. It's just almost like a Denzel to me. You had to be very careful what role you take because I see you as such a, a strong man. So if you play some wimpy type dude, it's going to be like, hold on, I can't really believe that. Like, I can't believe Denzel would ever be a sucker in a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like your man who, go ahead. I'm sorry, girl. Like your man, uh, I, I got to call him out. Your man, David Oyelowo, however you say his name, he went from playing Martin Luther King to playing this. What's that movie oh, coming out? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't think of the movie, but. I see, yeah. Yeah, he looked dude. like a kind of buffoonery or some shit. And actually, a Ch- Bat- Chadwick Boseman, he kind of looked like a fool in that movie. Um, he was in this movie about uh, gods of, uh, the gods of Egypt. That's right. He he had, I never saw that. Well, he redeemed himself though. He had but, makeup on and shit. And, but he, but but yeah. But I'm just saying, like you know, going back to did he get outshined by them? I just think that it was written, or his character wasn't supposed to be. You know, he was more a regal type of dude. He was suave with his. I, I love when he was in the casino. He was he was on some James Brown shit. You know, he was real. Not James Brown. James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> he already did. He already did James Brown. <laughs> But yeah, he was on some suave. Like I was like, his knees on some. He's Bond, you know. He's cool, and she was like, okay. He was hollering at the CIA dude. Like, Yo, no, we ain't gonna back down. You back down. You back down. I was like, okay. He said, tell Deuce him here. Yeah, he said, I'm the king here. We in tr- I was just waiting for him to have the dude from. Uh, they did my man dirty. He should have been in this movie. I'm the captain <laughs> no, now. Well, who, 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 who? What? I'm what? the captain now. <laughs> Hey, can I ask wow. y'all a question? Can I ask y'all a Wait, question? hold on, real quick, real quick. But to, to alleviate your fears, Q, you have to—I t- think you have to take into consideration that this film was world building of all of Wakanda and the Black Panther mythology, and at the same time, we saw—I think we we got a little bit of our origin of Black Panther. So he, it didn't need to focus so much on him. Because you had so much to put into this film. You had to introduce Wakanda, the vibranium, the Black Panther, the history, the mysticism of all of that. So I think it's fine how they portray Black Panther. And let me just add one other thing. This, uh, they can actually go back now and go ahead and reboot, soft reboot Thor. They gave, this movie give you an example of what Thor should have been. You know, in terms of yeah, Asgard I I, I and, and really showing what it is. That's what we expected to see from that first Thor movie. It, it was this, you know what I'm yep. saying, where you really, okay, let me get a deeper understanding. So right now, Thor is on some straight jokey, but, and it works. Obviously, it's going to work, but I, I can see like there's an opportunity to really go back and do Thor and follow this model, you know what I'm saying, and go deep into it. And I think this movie, too, 
and I'm interested to see what Affinity War is, but to me, this movie sets a new tone for Marvel, man. Like, they can really do some shit. Yeah, they got their formula, which works. But this movie, I just thought, it, it ups it the notch to a different level. Again, we talked about the action stuff, but I think this is a bigger than an action movie. This is not necessarily an action movie. This is a world, as we said. It's a whole thing where you come into fully realized and you get to live in it a little bit and there's still a lot more they can do but I think the overall thing was to sell the world of Wakanda and this movie does that is probably the most realized of all the Marvel movies in my opinion in terms of the scope of everything that you saw you know and Mm -hmm. costuming everything is on point everything was on point man like it just looks fantastic and all the acting is fantastic and I think that this film, you know, I, I'm sure you guys have heard me complain about how our black heroes that we always fighting people in the hood and shit, and while the Avengers get to fight Thanos and shit like that. I, I think to a certain degree, this film shows that whether right or wrong, this some of that we maybe we just can't escape. We can't we can't escape. I mean, when you see black skin on screen, it just evokes a certain type of innate type of um what's the word i'm looking for a knee-jerk uh reaction and, and it's certain things when you see us on screen you can't necessarily deny part of what comes with us i i get that but if you're gonna do it unlike a black lightning or unlike a luke cage this is how you do it and maybe it's because since this takes place in africa maybe that's why you know it it, it works so much better um I, I know, you know, and, and the other question I was going to ask was, um, having seen uh, the Dora Milaje get down in this movie, I just want to go back to Civil War. Do y'all think that, uh, oh, remember, the scene, y'all, remember the scene where your I girl know where told, he's going. Go ahead, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she told Natasha, move, move or be Yeah. Now, who would who would have got that ass whooping? Uh, that, Black Widow. I said that back then. You think so? Please. These chicks ain't playing, man. But Black Widow ain't no slouch. She get her, she get down, she she get mopped up. In my, you just ask me in my opinion, she get mopped. Yeah. But now, even with now, if uh, they had to put down the spears, because it's got to be a fair fight. She if they mopped. put down the spears and go go hand to hand, yeah, Widow gets dealt with. You think so? Oh, well, she might not okay. get her ass beat, but in the but same, she will not win. yeah, she will not win. I just think this. Well, she'll hang tough. These I mean, it won't be no walkover. You know, Black Widow is scarred, man. She got trauma. What you mean? She has traumatic problems and shit. You know, these <laughs> these chicks. Well, no, no, I'm just saying, like, these chicks are bred. You know what I'm saying? That that's they they down for the crown. They're ready to do or die. Black that's Widow's, good. Like down for the crown. I like that. Yeah, Black Widow's not gonna do it. <laughs> like a lot of you know, some American and let me stop. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Don't do like you say I do. Yeah, let me stop. Go ahead. No, go but ahead. It's the difference between like when you look at Vietnam War and some of them soldiers, they was fighting for a different cause. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. These characters, these characters of Black Widow, I mean, excuse me, these characters, the black women here, they're, they're fighting for a different cause. They ain't fighting just to be fighting. They're fighting to the death. Oh, sure. so That's a difference. And I also love the fact, you know, I, I put up on Facebook, you know, this movie I mean, Gal Gadot did her thing, but this movie had a ton of Wonder Women in it, and it was all badass. And they proved that, like y'all said earlier, like we said earlier, 
Y'all don't need them extensions in your hair. Y'all can go bald and y'all can still be fine. Well, yeah, it proves yeah, both, it, pro- it proves to both men and women. But oh, I thought, yeah, I mean, some sisters was bad in there. I mean, you know, it's it's just a beautiful movie, man. Everybody, it's all different types, and 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 again, really, the oh, another thing I wanted to bring up too is this movie didn't really do is they didn't have the black hero with the white sidekick slash mentor. And, and what I mean by that, you even see that even today, they still do that. You know, black, black lightning. He, you know, was that white dude that he got, you know, Butler. The, yeah. He, but he's the one that's, you know, got all the shit and uh, yeah, let me help you type shit. Uh, you saw that with blade uh, with, Chris Christopherson's character, whatever. Whistler. Whistler. And then they had the young dude from Walking Dead took over for Whistler. This one, he ain't got that. The 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 helper sidekick was his younger sister, who was smarter than anybody in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, hands down. Well, but Everett Ross was I was I'm not trying to throw salt in your game, but the the CIA guy was kind of like a sidekick to Shuri. He was yeah, but he's not it. to the lead character. I'm talking about to the to the hero. He he didn't have to answer to or take notes. Uh, what do you think? Nah, he didn't do that. He went to his sister. If he did that, uh, but the sister is smarter. She 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 make Tony Stark. I, I can't wait for them to have the scene with him, her and Tony Stark, man. And she was like, "Oh, that's cute." <laughs> Let me show check this out because they was that on they was on so some dope. other shit. Something started starting to come to me. You know what was so ill about it when they what's again? She's a standout character, uh, Michonne, when she's just flying the plane and she's just sitting there with her legs crossed with her hands. That was some ill shit. She was the pilot of that plane. Like I was like, yeah. oh whoa, what the fuck? And I love when she threw that little line later in the movies. Like we got a virtual reality fighter plane. He's like, I went ahead and made it American style for you. I was like, ah, ah, because he ain't gonna be able to sit cross leg and just get in his chi or whatever and and, and, mo- and meditate on it like a Jedi or something. He had to have his hand on the on them on them black sticks. Nah, nah, I'm just wow. <laughs> hey, on Mike. Let's take it there, huh? I want my conspiracy theory. How long were the sticks, Mike? Well, hey, you, you, yeah, ask, you asking? Sad. I don't know. You, tell me how long you need to be for you, Q? I don't know. You brought it up, man. I'm just curious. Why you need to be curious? Though? I don't know. That's why I'm saying you. You buy curious. I mean, hey, man, ain't nothing wrong with that. But I uh, didn't even think of that. <laughs> but you got excited. Whoa, okay. Pause. All right, just slow your roll. Slow your roll. <laughs> But no, it was just, it was so many little things that was just dope, man. I mean, their technology was incredible. Just the fact, when it first starts, Black Panther had the little things with the cars, and he knew they positioned and stuff, and I was like, damn, they on some next shit. I didn't get that. What was that? What was he doing? He was like, he, I don't know, it was almost like those little things from like uh, Man of Steel, or those little uh things we could show you the motion or something and he was like looking at the cars and like okay i'm gonna jump on this one you know i was like the fuck? he's like don't flinch don't flinch don't freeze i never freeze i was like oh man <laughs> and he had the little balls and you know when they came when he went to see shuri that was straight out of james bond that was like was it the m character or q or something 
Let me take you. you in the lab and show you some of the ill shit I got. I was like, damn, this little girl, she's 16. But just it's good to see. It's good for our kids to see that, man. Like, look at her, man. She's a but genius. Was the actress 16? I don't think so, but I don't know. Oh, she's 24. But <laughs> apparently, the character was 16. Okay. Because I'm going to hell. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Self-snitching. Self but I mean, it was just fabulous to see that, man. I was like, and I bought it. I, 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 I didn't, I believed that she could create all that stuff. You know, I was like, damn. And she was like super excited and all in. She was ready, all in. You know what I'm saying? I just thought that was dope, man. She was on her Felicity Smoke. <laughs> what is that? Felicity Smoke from Arrow, the, the genius. Oh, okay. My crickets. Okay. <laughs> but I will have to say, I, I, I have to give an L to this picture for one thing. Uh -oh. And they probably had, and it has nothing to do with the story, but <clears throat> here's my thing. Marvel, Ryan Coogler, I don't know, whatever. Wesley Snipes, he tried for, what, two decades to get a Black Panther film done and he couldn't get it make it happen i don't know for whatever reason they were just hating on him whatever i'm a little disappointed they couldn't find anything for him to be in this film. that would have that would have been dope if he had made a, a surprise appearance he was blade uh, but no he wanted to make he wanted to be black panther oh too. i know i'm just saying but he's blade so i mean it's not like he didn't get to i mean yeah but we ain't seen we ain't seen him as blade in how long yeah but you're not gonna i mean I don't know. I hear what you're saying, but to me, putting him in this movie would have been a distraction, kind of. Nah, no, nah, that would have been dope. It's, nah. it's Wesley, nah. man. It's Blade. I'll be like, then, is he Blade in the Marvel Universe? What is he doing? That's what I'd be like. Oh, he's playing Blade. I but he's not gonna... I think they could have found something for him to be in this film. He could have been one of the elders of the other tribes or something. I, I mean, I'm not mad if they did that, but I don't take it as an L for the movie that he ain't in it. I wouldn't give him no L for it. <laughs> Do you okay? I, I I can see it if he if there's a chance in hell that he's gonna play Blade on screen again. I mean, he did but, his thing. I don't think they again. I'm not mad either way, but I don't think they owe him anything or he owes them anything. He he had f two phenomenal movies. He did his thing, uh, he, and that's dope. But I mean, he don't need to be in every Marvel movie or he's not Stan Lee. Is that, man? That would have been a hell of a comeback, though, man. I mean, of course it would have, but I mean, it doesn't it, because he's not in it. It ain't no slight to the movie. If you wait, I got man. I can't. I gotta agree with Ant. If you had made him Mbaku, oh come no. on, nah, nope. That nope. would have been dope. What? Nope. First of all, if you're gonna make him Mbaku, Wesley Snipes is not a big man. So we're talking Mbaku is a huge man. Tom Cruise played Jack Reacher, who's supposed to be six five. I don't know shit about Jack Reacher. Yeah, I know yeah. about Mbaku. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, you act like... The dude they have is they... perfect. Now, okay. If, if you're trying to get some name value, it's like, well, let's cut a check and get The Rock. You know, man, he'd have been more believable. Rock. The Rock? Rock is a big man. Rock. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock? Is there another? Is there another? Um, sorry. <laughs> you, want him to, you want him to play an African leader? I'm just saying for that role, you need Come physical on. stature. Shit, get Debo then. There you go. Oh, what's that? What's the dude that let him? Well, get the guy who they felt Terry his balls, Cruz. Terry Crews. I mean, you could sit here and name all kind of shit. I mean, again, I could name other people who could have been the Black Panther too. But I'm, I'm not mad at that they they not the Black Panther. Uh, that that would have been that would have been 
fucking dope as fuck if they had gotten Wesley Snipes playing Mbaku. I, I I don't see it, but I'm not mad at it. You know, I'm not mad at it at all. But I mean, that's like saying to me they could have got Will Smith or somebody. But I mean, what? Come on, stop. stop. It's not so much getting. It's just the fact that what he was trying, he was trying to get this movie made. And uh, people know that, so it's like true. it would have been nice to have had to make a cameo. I'm not mad at that, but I ain't, but I wouldn't give the the movie an L because they didn't make that happen. You said you'd give an L for this. I wouldn't. Yeah, because you gotta think about this. They had Garrett fucking Morris in Ant Man because 40 years ago he did a sketch on Saturday Night Live as Ant Man. Well, he was. Did you get Wesley? If they had a Blade movie, a new Blade movie, they'd have to have a cameo from Wesley Snipes. Yes, it would be an L if he wasn't in that in some capacity. Okay. That would make sense to me based off what you just said. And I don't think a lot of the characters from the Blade universe really crossed over into the, you know, superhero universe. Um, maybe not. But you no, know, I mean, hey. Uh I'm I'm ready for the next one. I'm curious what they do again. It's a, it's a no-brainer that there will be a next one. Obviously, be the, their biggest movie. Uh, I just can't wait to see what they do, and I love that at least um, we've obviously seen the trailer for Infinity War, and we see that people from Black Panther is up in that movie, getting it in. So I can't wait. I hope that they, when they did their reshoots, if it's not too late, yo, we need to inject these characters, some of the other characters in this motherfucker, because this is the this is the this is it right here. This is the top dog right now. Uh, Marvel, they they got they got one on this one, man. And I think as as I said before, when you combine, you know, the normal Marvel audience, then you somehow get that black dollar movie audience come in. It's it's bananas, and I think now maybe Hollywood will see like shit. DC has a card to play in this genre too, but I don't think they're going to play it. What's that? You're talking about Green Lantern. I'm talking about the character of Mr. Terrific. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah. That, that's the dude, man, but they're not giving him any 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 shot. Okay, think oh. about this, because I've been shitting on Marvel for the longest. How the hell did you do an Ant-Man film before Black Panther? The estimates of Black Panther with $213 million wow. domestic will beat the entire theatrical run of Ant-Man at $180 million. I think that settles that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they got a, they got, they got a banger right here, you know. And just, and it's gonna be like I said, if nothing else, I hope it sparks other people to be like, "Yo, man, we can do put some different properties out there that's got black people in it, that's on some sci-fi or whatever." And 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 there's a market for it, you know. There's there's a space for that, legitimately, you know. We let's get it in. It don't have to be some half low budget thing. No, we can do it big. You know, so it's and also, and also, I hope that since all these black communities, all these black organizations, all these blurred communities came together to do all these mass screenings, that's really helping to push up this box office. I hope they continue that for further for new black movies. If you can collaborate for this, we hopefully they keep that same energy for other black films coming out. We'll see. Yeah, as long as those, again, this is an opportunity for it to be like on some Star Wars stuff, man. And and you know, it's now it's up to the community of people and fans to keep it going. 
you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, okay, let's check out this other thing. Or, you know what I mean? Let's, let's all cosplay. You know, let's, let's do this. Let's create. Oh, I'm going to, you know what? I like what they did, but they didn't really, I think I can do it better. And that's where the creators come in and get the ideas spark and they go off and do something else. Or somebody, you know, uh, like a lot of people when they saw Star Wars, you know, I want to make movies or I want to learn how to write or I want to learn how to fight like that. Or I want to learn how to get my body in shape like they was. Or, you know, I feel good. I look good. They look good. They Her hair was cut low. Her brother's hair was cut low. Yeah, let me do, you know, it just is so many different things it can spark. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even care about how it got there. Why do you think Marvel made some? It ain't even, doesn't really matter. It, this is where it is. We're going to take it from here. You know? So I got a, go I, I got a question to Ant directly. So do you still feel salty about the fact that this was a property that was created by a white man? Yeah. Why shouldn't I? What changes? Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm just curious. Quick. Just curious, because I, I, you seem like you love the property, and like Mike was saying it doesn't really shouldn't really matter. But okay, you you still gonna well, no, I'm saying ma- it doesn't matter in terms of you know why they made this movie. You know, uh, yeah, it's not created by a black person. Uh, as I said, I think this will be the spark to hopefully get other people of color to think out of whatever box they was in, and and then. It, also that there is a market for us to see this and we may be more accepting and and you know I, I like sci-fi or I like this type of stuff I don't always have to be the urban movie you don't have to be Tyler Perry you know no we can do maybe my t- t- Tyler Perry be like you know what shit if I just spend double I can spend double what I've been paying for these other movies and really go in they'll actually come out and see this I don't have to dress up like Medea, I can do something different. Oh no, I don't know if he wants that. Next, you know you. Get, <laughs> well, I don't. Hey, you, he, you, you got him as uh hey, some black. He has resources. Medea. He has a res. I'm just saying he has the resources yeah, to actually yeah. make this type of shit happen. He could. He could be like, I don't mean. I maybe I don't be the one that write this shit, but maybe I, because I never considered it because I didn't think it would work. But they willing to go see this shit. I can make a Marvel. You know, I mean, I got the money to make some shit like this, and we can make this kind of money. Why not try it? You know, let me hang up. Let me hang up my pen and let some young young dudes who can do this shit. That's why I said Ryan Coogler, man. We didn't talk about him enough, but I mean, fantastic, man. Fruitville, which was a dope movie. Creed, which was dope. And now this at 31. Shit, man. I don't want to hear nobody talk about they can't do this. We don't. They ain't letting us stop it. Look how quickly he then came up. And I listened to one of his interviews and he was talking about, you know, he was working as a security guard and going to school when the mm. uh, Oscar thing went down. And he was like, man, I want to make a movie about that. And he was in school, film school. And he came up, he was that got a chance to meet Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, hey. Forrest Whitaker put him on. So, you know what? I green light your shit. Let's do it. So it's interesting you know, it all comes back full circle that he got forced to be in this. But that was one of his mentors, one of the cats that got him in the game. So, but it just goes to show, man. And if you ever listen to Ryan Coogler speak, man, he's straight out of the Bay Area. Like, he sounds. Yep. <laughs> and it's so funny to me. I just can't. I, I don't want to be the one to say it. <laughs> no, nah, but, it, but it's great because it, it, it knocks all those myths out. Like, well, if you talk like this, 
You can't you possibly like this, get no see, I sagging. But you can't possibly make it in the corporate world. Now he's sitting there with he's sitting right there with Kevin Feige and them chopping game on one of the biggest, the biggest franchise in the world, one of the biggest companies in the world, and they say, It's yours. You do it. You do it your way. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know, Kevin, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if Black Panther me, because I am feeling like that. Do your vision. You, you're the shit. Go on and do your thing. And then they got brothers. Uh, I think, I want to say his Nate Morris or something. He, yep, Nate Morris. Nate Morris. That's a brother that's one of the top producers at Marvel. And I guess he was really, really pushing to make this happen. You know, he produced uh, Winter Soldier. I think Civil War as well. So there's brothers up there doing it. So this is a good look all around, man. It just goes to show, yo, we can do all this stuff, man. We doing it. We at the top of the block. We at the top of the box office. Black people, all people came out, really. But everybody came up. But we we we, we went straight Star Wars fanboy. It's the same geeked out, whatever. It's the same thing. So when they tell you, oh, I don't like when they dress up. Well, then you don't like nobody else when they dress up like the rest of them. Then do you? Then you don't have a problem with that. So you ain't have a problem with this. And if you do, it's something else. That's something else you got to deal with. We're having fun. Our kids is having fun. Our adults is having fun. This movie means a lot to a lot of us. So ain't nothing wrong with that. I, I, you know, like I said, I said it. I made a joke on the Slack thing, but I don't know how many uh, fathers took pictures of, of their sons in particular in front of that marquee poster uh, in the theater. The Black Panther poster. Yeah, it was sons and daughters. I, I, I seen mad girls. I mean, it, it, the movie's for everybody. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's all the way around, man. All the way around. It's a beautiful thing. I got one last conspiracy thing thrown in the mix, and then we can wrap it up. Because I love the movie. But it's interesting. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> but it was. It, but it, it's interesting, and I we think we talked about this before. To be clear, though. You know, the, the heroes of the movie in this movie is not about the African-American. The African-American in this movie is shown in the in the hood. Uh, the, the true African-Americans in this movie are only shown in the hood. Actually, they're kids. You see that at the beginning of the movie. They were out there playing basketball. Let's be clear. <laughs> and at the end of the movie they was playing basketball and shout out to the young man from the shy I don't know if you caught that uh, Mark I know you watched I think you watched the shy too but that was the yeah little, I peeped that, him too yeah that was a little boy that was asking, yeah, yeah. asking T'Challa who he was I thought that was dope I was like oh my man coming up but the, the, all the African Americans was in the hood all the other black people you see are, are not African Americans they were Africans and they are held to a different light. Uh, that's my conspiracy theory viewpoint. But wait, go ahead, but wait go a ahead, minute. tear it down. Go ahead. No, I'm not tearing. I'm not tearing it down. I'm, listen, this is a movie where we. I think we can all have some. I may disagree with you or agree with you, but everything that's put on the table has a legitimacy. So I'm not trying to tear nothing down. I, I meant that about, jokingly. I meant that jokingly. I, I, oh, okay. <laughs> but um, I guess what I'm saying is, Killmonger made it a point. I mean, one of the themes of the film was provided by Killmonger that he wanted the underprivileged class in America to be a part of the come up. So it only makes sense that they would show that 
in the movie, you know. Well, well right, but and to be clear, he wasn't an Af- African American though. He was Wakandan. But I'm just saying, even him though. Well, wait, we don't know. Do we know if he was born in Wakanda or or? Well, I guess we don't. I he's don't, still Wakandan. He's, he was a Wakandan though. He had the thing in his mouth. But and you and I don't know. You're you're right. But I'm just saying, like even his character though, and I agree with his character for some of his <laughs> ideologies. But he is shown as the extreme uh, side of things. At the end of the day, the you know, let's have peace and let's come together is the end of what it was in terms of like, you know, T'Challa came to the UN and was like, you know, he, and I'm not, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong. He was on his morning with the king. Said, Yo, we, <laughs> we, let's, let's get along. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to the table. Even the white dude is like, well, what are a bunch of farmers and they have nothing to but, offer us, and it was funny that you know they just laughed at him. They just kind of <laughs> he don't know, you know. I yeah, that's dope. the thing. But I'm, I, I know I'm just saying. But I'm just saying like it's Marvel made a movie not about American black people. They made a movie, superheroes were they're African. I just think that on some levels, consciously, subconsciously, Africans are seen a little higher up on the totem pole with respect as opposed to African Americans. <laughs> How come when I said that, I think two years ago, y'all laughed at me for that? Comparison? I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh at that. That's true. Africans will tell you that themselves, man. Well, yeah, no, no, what I'm saying, no, what I'm saying is that Stan Lee, when he decided to give black Americans a superhero, he gave them an African guy. Not a black American, an African. He fetishized Africa and said, pretty much, in my opinion, he was saying, hey, you black Americans, I need to be more like these Africans who are regal. They're smart. They're very technologically advanced. Why Y'all be more like Africa, which is I what I saw. I don't that far with it. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> As you say, art is subjective. I don't remember I'm gonna either. See, I'm going to see the metaphor in that. He made an African superhero, not a black American superhero. I think some of it is subconscious and yeah, and that you know what I mean like I just but I mean black people some blacks I think even some Africans see that among some some black I think that's presented in this movie <laughs> in some levels it's like you know y'all y'all lost like we can help you you know that's what I was get saying the culture skits. and stuff but I just, I think that the the movie is not doing that in a, in a disheartening sort of way but I'm just saying I think that's what it is subconsciously I don't think they would have probably they wouldn't have made a and and again they wouldn't have to have made a marvel black movie that was centered on african americans and dealt with them sort of getting out of they would never send the superhero to the hood to bring you out of bond you know what i mean they're not gonna have falcon decide like you know what to, to hell fighting these fucking whatever when the soldiers i'm gonna go help my people first he wouldn't they wouldn't allow they would never make that type of movie i don't expect them to uh, and I'm not, it's not a bad thing or nothing. I'm just saying I don't. You know, I understand why they can make this because it doesn't. Again, you would turn off probably the majority of your audience if you did that. Even this is turning people off, right? Because they just they want to be mad, at, you know, finding anything to slight it for. But this movie and this movie isn't about that. But I'm just saying I can see why they would never do that because it would the marketplace probably wouldn't support that on a bigger level that they need, and people would be up in arms over that shit. There's people trying to equate this movie with that now. I, I don't know if I posted that video of those people out there protesting the movie. 
the but you know I'm just saying it is what it is but hey I love the movie it, it, it as, as Q said there's a lot in there you can gather from this and some things that you can think about and like yeah okay we can do better or build some better relationships but I think if nothing else I'm, and this is my last word unless you guys say your last word it shows how families can be disconnected and how you have to sort of come together and work through, you know, some of those issues that we had generational curses and turn things around so that we can be stronger. Um, that's what I kind of gathered from the movie on a deeper level for me. Q Strong, what's your takeaways for this movie? We seem to have lost Q Strong. Oh, did we? Uh oh. He was in that hotel. Well, Mark, what are your last words on the movie? Well, <clears throat> again, my last words were the vi visualizations and rep representations that I saw of, you know, you can do anything you want to do. You know, it's like you said about the um, the one one guy, oh, they're only a third world country and blah, blah, blah. And they just laughed. They just laughed. Say, okay, you keep thinking that. You know, everything doesn't have to be you know, the visualization of Tracy Morgan. I hate him. His trailer was, in the, it was playing at the theater and just pissed me off. Everything doesn't have to be like that, you know, and um, it opens up sci-fi and this genre for more viewpoints, which has been well needed for years. Years! Mm -hmm. And now we can do that. Everything doesn't have to be about tales from the hood. There's more to us than that. It encourages conversation now. I like that. And more creative expression. Love that. Let's see what they do with it. All right. And Poop. I'm just proud of everyone associated with the film, uh, especially Ryan Coogler. Really good brother. <laughs> I love the fact that, as you say, he he's rough around the edges. He's authentically black, authentically East Oakland. And oh, whoa, whoa. what's wrong with Oakland, man? No, I'm saying he's uh, no, I'm, nothing I'm saying, wrong with it. Okay, he's rough around the edges, and he he's not you know trying to fit into the corporate structure. He's he's being him, and he's he's a success. And you know, much respect to that brother. Hopefully, much future success for him as well. Uh, the film, I think, is definitely going to change the course of Marvel's cinematic universe. Uh, they're gonna. Just to be honest, they're gonna, they're, Hollywood is reactionary, and I think that they're going to adjust to get more black theme, black led films out there. Maybe we'll get two a year. Let's <laughs> keep it real. But love the film, love the message that was going on in it, and can't wait for more. All right, um, I'm going to try and give Q his opportunity to speak on it. He's having technical problems. So if you hear all that clicking noise, ladies and gentlemen, that's me trying to bring Q in. It's not working. Not sure what's going on with that. Um, but yeah, definitely go out and see this. I, I, hopefully you already saw this movie because we just spoiled the hell out of it. But let us know what you thought about Black Panther. Um, and oh, this is what we didn't do. Let me ask you guys real quickly. In terms of all the Marvel movies you've seen, I want to know where this one stands. Um, Ampu, where do you place this movie? My blackness places it at number one. <laughs> 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 it, I guess I'm going to have to pull the card. If white people can vote for Trump just because he's white, 
I can make Black Panther number one just because it got black people in it. Wow. Right. But no, nah, no, really, for real, though, there's a whole... Seriously, there's a whole lot going on with this film. I love uh, the scenery. I love the aesthetics. I love the costume. Beautiful women, which never helps. Never, I'm sorry, never hurts the film. And the story is just very layered. So, yeah, number one. All right. Uh, Q, are you back? I am on my cell phone. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, so quickly, uh, we're, we're wrapping things up. What are your final thoughts on the movie? And you also, like Afro nerd. And, oh, hilarious. <laughs> and also, where do you place it in terms of all the other Marvel movies? Wow. Um, I thought it was a great movie. Uh, like I said, I, Ryan Coogler and Ava, du, Ava DuVernay looked like she's going to prove me wrong too with Wrinkle in Time, but I, I'm glad to be proven wrong that he, he, he was an effective director. It is to me, it is by far the most nuanced, most mature, most, um, I don't know, most, I mean, I could see someone actually doing, doing a PhD on this film. <laughs> uh, it, by far the most mature of all the Marvel films. There's none of that. It, it, it has a serious tone throughout. Um, I would put it, it definitely is one of the, I've always said Marvel has five solid films in their resume right now. They definitely have a six. Now, I'm going to put it somewhere right below the Civil War and uh, Winter Soldier. Wow. It comes right after it. Crabs. It comes right. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means, but it, it's definitely in the top four. I'm going to put it in the top four. All um, right. It, it, this is a movie for the ages, man. All righty. Hold on with us. Uh, big Sexy, man. Uh, where do you place this? I got to kind of co- co-sign with Q. It's it's right up there with Winter Soldier and uh, Civil War for me. And it's hard for me to say of the three, which is better. They're all equally great. And if someone said rank them, I couldn't rank them. And if somebody wanted to rank all three, I'm okay with it. But it's really, really that good. You know, it's in the upper echelon of what Marvel has done so far film-wise. That's encompassing everything inside and outside of the Marvel Studios. So it's really, really that good. And, you know, since this is a reactionary business and a business about making lots of money, they have just set themselves up to go ahead and do that. So let's see what Marvel can do from from this point forward. But it's up there, man. It's up there. All right. If I had to place it thinking about it now, uh, I'm going to put it at number one position uh, because I love those other movies, but I only watch bits and pieces of those. And I have a feeling this movie I'll watch through and through. My family will watch it through and through. They don't even pay attention to those other movies like that. But I just think this one strikes a chord emotionally, action visual spectral you know spectacle of it things we've never seen before i think this movie uh, to me the only marvel movie visually that compares to this would be their original guardians of the galaxy in terms of really just showing you a whole different world and it didn't look cheap or nothing it's not the real world it's on some other shit this it does that why it exists on earth but it's a whole magical other world the colors are different, the costumes, 
the textures, everything is just top notch. The acting of this movie to me blows out all the acting in the other movies because in this movie, every character that's in a lead character or top position is on point and could easily take the movie themselves. Those other movies is usually just one or two people. This one shuts it down in that level. And in terms of overall, the action, the action is only where this movie has competition from the other movies, in my opinion. It may sort of be overlooked a little bit, but. And then emotionally, those other movies don't hit me on an emotional level the way this movie did. This movie had me tearing up, damn near crying. And I could just as Q said, you can sit back and I can talk about this forever. There's deep shit going on and stuff that touches me personally, uh, socially. It, it, it's just and it's all woven into an action comic book movie. So there's three or four different elements of that movie that just totally outshines all those other ones. So I have to put this at the top position right now. This is Marvel's coldest, dopest movie. And it's a it's a watermark for them going forward. Uh, so the, the Infinity War, the Russo's. They got to come with it, man. They got they going to have to top this, which they, you know, they may just may do it. But this is the next level shit for Marvel. This is phase four for me. I need to see these characters. I need to see movies with Shiri. Like I said, I want to see her going toe to toe with Anthony, uh, Tony Stark. I want to see uh, Falcon come over there uh, and get, you know, get some game from Wakanda and let them let them trick his suit out. You know what I'm saying? I want to see what happens with the White Wolf. All that. I want to see. I want to see everybody how they interact with Wakandans. That's what matters to me. Black Panther, because they on some other shit. So if you want to get tooled up and let them do your suit, give that man a shield. There's them niggas right now. So all, Wakanda all day, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Let us know what you thought of this movie. We're about to get out of here. And Pooh, I'm gonna go to you first. Because uh, I know you got something else you got going on. Let the people know what uh, your new thing is and where they can find you online. Oh, okay, cool. Well, first, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Ampu. And uh, my third episode of a new podcast I started, podcast and YouTube channel, The QA. Started with my very lovely and intelligent and smart ass co host, Mariah. Uh, we've been looking at not only comic book fanboy stuff, but actually topical Hollywood news and even some relationship stuff. So please check us out on YouTube at the QA. We'll have a new episode up later tonight, breaking down Black Panther. We saw it earlier this week. We talked a gang of shit about it, talked a gang of shit at each other. So it's a fun little podcast. Please subscribe and like, comment, share, all that good stuff. All right. Big Sexy and Sack, when they can find you online. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, so, Ant, why am I just hearing about this now, man? I thought we were friends. I'm uh, hearing about your show now. Be pot. Uh, hey, uh, hold what? up. You don't follow me on Facebook and Twitter? Uh-oh. Yeah, I do. Uh-oh. Clearly you don't. Shit. <laughs> When calling but out, somebody goes back. You know, but it was it was more so a soft launch because you just wanted to get the bugs out of the first episode. Nah. Well, I'm watching it anyway now, so I'm even start some shit. Now, yeah. 
When you I, shout you out, we, I shouted you out too. See, mm, I posted mm, it, so you should have already listened mm, to it, mm. and we shouted you <laughs> out. Congratulations, you played yourself. Right, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I, <laughs> Twitter apparently, WSE Mark, and Facebook, Mark Wiggins. Uh, Mike, I'm not sure if you're aware of this. The Falcon did get his Falcon gear uh, upgraded by T'Challa and Captain America 169. I did not know that. Okay, there you go. The Falcon that we all know from the books, the red and white flying apparatus, that was from Wakanda. Nice, nice. He was not flying before he went to Wakanda. All right. Oh, and real quick, also, Big Sexy Man, tell us um, some classic Black Panther books we should go check out, man. Oh, man, there's so many. There's so many. Um, first of all, the, the recent things, there was a run done by Christopher Priest in a Black Panther standalone series. It is collected in, I believe, two trade paperbacks. Great work, and that really sets up more about the Dora Milaje, too. So when you people who are you younger fans who are new to this character learn about these characters from the film, start there. You can go back into the 70s. He was really ubiquitous in the Avengers run. He became an Avenger at issue 52. Uh, in fact, he was proposed for membership by Captain America. And there was a storyline issue 74, 75, where he fought the Marvel equivalent of the clan called the Sons of the Serpent. Uh, I want to reference the war that Wakanda had with Atlantis, but I don't recall those those books off the top of my head, but those are fairly recent as well. And of course, it all starts with Fantastic Four 52, where T'Challa took down all four members of the FF by himself. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm actually reading, well, I bought volume three of the Christopher Priest run. It's where T'Challa's missing or something and a police officer dude gets the suit yes and it's a, it goes and this is a whole like it's a police it's a go police you know crime type of story it's actually pretty good uh so i started reading that and then i'm also reading i don't know the issues but it's when his sister is a black panther and dr doom is behind the scenes about to take over wakanda or some shit and it's about to lead into that doom war limited series so i started reading that too pretty interesting and that's yeah she because she confronts uh namor and man you know he's the wrong yeah that's the book i was reading oh, okay and didn't they stop didn't they stop it i, I think it, it probably does right? stop yeah this might be one of the last arcs of it. i just bought the last it was a trade they have a great sale on comiXology you can get these for like two three dollars for the trades or some shit but and that's uh, the run where he was he was in a, a relationship with storm right yes yes yep yep okay yeah, well, Q, where can they find you online? Well, let me ask you real quick. Wasn't there a run that Frank, I might have this wrong, Frank Miller did where T'Challa took over for Daredevil in Hell's Kitchen? I don't think Frank Miller did it. No, I wasn't Frank Miller. But he definitely was in Hell's Kitchen. I remember seeing that. I didn't buy it, but I think it's rather I recent, Frank too. Miller I, I associate Frank Miller with Daredevil, so I, I'm, I'm sure I'm wrong about that. But, um, okay, you can find me at um, 
just Google Red Shirts, a Star Trek podcast. You'll find, I'll come up on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter at Red Shirts 1701. I'm trying to get my man Big Sexy and Craig J together so we can do another podcast. We, we ain't done one in, what, a month? Uh, but you know how we do sometimes. We just let things go by the wayside. But anyway, um, I want to put up a, a review of Black Panther. I'm going to try to get it out as soon as I can. I'm, I'm on the road right now, but I got to get that up. And, uh, yeah, man, support Black Panther. Uh, $200 million this weekend. Come on, we could do it. I'm going to go see it again this week. Then I'm taking my little brother and my son again, who's going to see it tonight with his mother. I'm going to take them next weekend to see it again. There you go. There you go. Man, this might be the next one of those new cultural moments. So, like, imagine when part two come out, boy. Now, now we got time. We're going to be ready. We're going to have the expectations going to be so high. Marvel, oh, you're oh. sitting on something hot right now. So, go ahead. You want to say something? My, my, I'm going to say real quick. I, I'm, we can cut me off if you want to. I don't want to open. But are you surprised they didn't mention anything about... um? Uh, Zemo, the fact that he's stored, he's in here in deep freeze in Wakanda. Zemo? Man, what movie you watching? Didn't they? No, he turned oh, Zemo sorry. over Damn. to. Okay. Talking about Winter right. Soldier. Old man Q, I'll, I'll take the L. <sighs> Lord, and he had to stop the show for that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what I was talking about, too, man. L7 snaps. I, I got. I got Winter Soldier confused with Zemo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, I applaud Marvel for having the restraint of not having Winter Soldier in the actual movie movie and not even having Steve Rogers. I I, I was like, I, I'm sure they're going to have some other Marvel, you know, characters in there, but they didn't. They made it its own movie. I, I, I tip my hat to that, man. Yeah, a couple people were... We're remarking in the theater. I was there like, oh, Winter Soda's going to show up. Oh, Cap's going to show up. Nope. And they didn't. The Q showed up. Hilarious. <laughs> and again, looking at it from a you know Star Trek lens, Captain America can't show up. This is a matter of internal politics of a sovereign nation. They can't get in the middle of that. Yeah. And Cap, well, actually, Cap could, but he wouldn't be on behalf of the American government because remember that he he's yeah, a fugitive. Him. That's right. They cut him loose. That's right. All right. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, man. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for supporting the show. Hey, work it like a job. We will see you next time. Peace. <laughs>